gentlemen, I'm joined by my friend, my duo, my companion. You guys already know who he is, because he's a staple to the Call of Duty scene. You guys already know it's Ben Genesine, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get a win for Ben in the chat. Thanks, Tom. How are you doing today? Pretty good, Ben. Just another day. You know, another day in the office. Another day in paradise. Another day in the paradise. office. Another day, another stream. The grind has been real for me, Ben. I've been grinding a lot. I've been doing 10 to 12 hour streams a day. I've been playing a lot of GTA, a lot of COD. Been playing a lot of Warzone with Scump and Methods. You know, just been okay. uh, been grinding, man. We've been fucking going really, really hard. I've seen GTA clips with you and Soap and MC. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. MC, Salian's been joining us in the GTA stuff. Fuck it, Soap, uh, Z, Asum. We have Scraps saw, in there. I, I saw a good thread on Reddit. This is who is the Soap guy, and the responses in that thread were Yeah, 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 yeah. it was really funny. We could tune into that maybe during the show, but Soap is fucking, he's a character, man. I love playing games Soap with Soap. definitely a character. Um, we also got uh, another person joining us today in the show. Recently just added to the new roster over at Los Angeles Gorillas. Let's give it up for the legend himself. One of the best flexes in the game. Let's give it up for Big P, a.k.a. Gunless! Gunless, how you doing? Uh, uh, doing pretty good, Tom. How about yourself? Pretty good. Hold on, Gunless. One second. Hey, Ben, do you yeah. mind doing me a favor and fixing your fucking microphone? Yeah, that's right now. Because it sounds like there's a, a fucking nah, airplane. Nah, I, Take I, it I, off I, in your living room. There's an air... Uh, uh, really? That's what it sounded like, chat. Didn't it's, it sound like it, a fucking... Uh, 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 an army jet was taken it's, off? It's just the echo. I, I have to change the problem. I'm going to change my settings depending on if I'm on, on my regular mic or on this. But we should be good now. I switch okay, Ben, because I don't know about you, Ben. But every time we do this show to kick things off, you always got microphone problems. You got to fix well, this I'm, shit. Uh, so listen, I'm actually replacing this microphone. I have a new microphone coming in tomorrow, so. Okay, phenomenal. I'm just busting your balls, but it was echoing a lot. So well, I don't well, want... I have a nice new microphone. I'm getting a nice pop filter because I've been listening to a couple of podcasts. and No bullshit. That might, be what, that might be what you need. That little pop no, filter thing. No, it's because my headphones are too loud. That's why you were... <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure it's lowered so it's not picking up through your mic. Yeah, we're good Your mic now. is also very sensitive, too. I think you need to oh, lower no. it, you know, make it less... Yeah, it's a condenser microphone. It's going to pick up everything that's in front of it, Yeah, so. it's okay, Ben. It's okay. But we do have Gunless today. He's uh, the star of the show today. Gunless, you uh, just recently uh, got on uh, got on Los Angeles Gorillas new squad. It's you, Slasher, Hook, and Asim. How you feeling, man? Oh, I feel pretty confident in the roster, you know. Good to play with... Uh... Long time duo, uh, Asim and yep. Fat Baby. So obviously, we get to reunite. <laughs> obviously, get to reunite with Austin on top of that. Had a lot of success with him in World War II. But you know, I still think it's crazy how literally me and Asim grew up in the same literal city in Ontario, Canada. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. That actually is crazy. Um, I feel like you and Asim were kind of like a two, uh, like a team of two in the offseason, right? Like, you two really wanted to play yeah, with each other. Yeah, no, I mean, Asim's, uh, Asim might get a lot of flack, or people think he's, like, overrated and stuff like that. I think he's a very diamond-in-the-rough, like, kind of player where you don't find players like those anymore who actually will do anything it takes to actually try to win. Mm -hmm. It's nice to hear that coming from somebody else's mouth other than mine, because when I say it, people are just thinking, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm being biased, you know? The only reason why I'm good friends with Asim was because I, before I was even friends with Asim, I picked him up for that reason. I saw the talent. He was like a diamond in the rough, somebody who likes to do the dirty work. Like, he just doesn't care about anything than, other than winning. Like, he, he has a good mindset. Um, and I really like that. And then I became close to Asim over the years after playing with him and stuff. Um, but I was saying this shit before I even knew the fucking guy. So I Back think it was a sub in Chris's uh, sub tourneys. Yeah, he was a subscriber. He was a subscriber in, in Crowder's, uh, Coach Crowder's sub tournaments, and that's how we found him. We found him in, a, in subscriber tournaments. Guys, as long as you get your uh, 
you know, your gameplay out there. As long as the right person sees you play, it's possible for anybody to, to come up and play in the pro league. You just need to get you just need to get your gameplay in front of the right eyes. Um, so, you know, I think Asim was a little bit lucky that we were able to see it, but um, I think it was pretty cool that I think Asim has to be the only one, right, that got picked up from a subscriber tournament, Ben. He has to be. That's a pretty unique, unique way to uh, to get your name in the ring, and then you know, through that, he was able to get on that old. Mm -hmm. uh, before they were FC Black, there was that team of him, Tish, uh, Mosh, uh, Tom Gravity. Who is your fifth? I'm forgetting now. I have no idea. I don't remember. No, the 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 FC Black team that played at the LCQ, but mm -hmm. that was. His, his first i already said mosh at him yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, they got their star and then we picked him up on fc black uh, timmy phantoms thanks adam um and then <laughs> yeah from there he was on the fc black team that went in fort worth and it's been a rise from there pierce i want to kind of ask you a question and we'll ask you some easy questions but i want to ask you some tough questions yep um you know you're teaming with slasher and last time you guys teamed you know you guys had some really good highs you were on a team that had end up winning back-to-back -back tournaments and then it kind of fell apart. There was a lot of tension. Um, informing this team, did you and Austin, you know, have a conversation to try and mend some of those bridges that may have been burned in the past? Uh, I mean, yeah, me and Austin pretty much had a conversation, literally, as the team was being formed and everything like that, and kind of just tested all of our concerns and stuff like that. I mean, the main problems that I had with Austin was is, uh, something that he even he admitted that he's, you know, struggling on and working on himself, which, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, that's all you really can do in life is literally working on those problems. I mean, you can identify them, but, like, sometimes it takes time to actually get rid of, I think... Uh, his stubbornness and his, um, I guess, like, ability to kind of uh, expand his uh, horizon, like, always thinking outside the box were kind of, like, the two main problems I had with him back in World War II. But, I okay. mean, it looks like that seems to be a lot more, I guess, uh, died down. Like, and he's, you know, trying to work on that stuff, just like how, I guess, everyone's been saying about my attitude and stuff like that, where I've had to work on that as well yeah i mean i see a lot of parallels here with you it, it's hard for me to not draw parallels of the, the players on this team and your your rise team from world war ii um because i see a lot of players on this team that aren't like pushovers you know even asim and hooker expressive and i think if you guys are willing to kind of work through some of those like tough conversations but be productive you guys are going to get ahead of a lot of teams early and and be in different situations that you guys in Austin have been from in past years where you guys are kind of chasing. Now you'll be kind of set in pace. And no, hundred percent. I mean, it's a, it's very, it's very important to literally just, you know, recognize your own mistakes and then just work for uh work through them. I mean, I think you're just getting older now too, big P. I mean, people are just getting older. People are starting to, you know, you know, people are just growing up, you know, people know how to yeah. deal with relationships and stuff like that. Um, I think you and Austin talking is like a big thing. I think you and you guys just like scrapping anything you had in the past. When you're in a competition atmosphere, like it's gonna bring out the worst of people. It's brought out the worst of me. It's brought out the worst of Zinny for sure. What's going on, Zinny? How you doing? What's Welcome going to the on, Tommy? Hey. What's happening, Zinny? How you doing? What's going on? Oh, what's brought out the worst of me? <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, it's brought the worst uh, uh, out of everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's why when I hear Big Pete talking about, you know, I've talked to Austin. I talked to them. Um, Big P, I don't think, uh, I think the last couple of years you've been completely fine. You know, like you haven't had any problems. Um, I think a lot of people are just growing up now. Um, I do think the Los Angeles Gorillas team is, is a really, really good team. I don't think a lot of people saw it coming. Obviously, once it got leaked, people saw it coming. But before the leaks, yeah. um, nobody really saw it coming. Um, and I just think the overall hole and the overall, uh, overall dynamic of the team 
is a really good team. I just think everybody knows what their roles are. Everybody knows what needs to be done. It's just well-balanced. Um, Big P, if I remember correctly, just, you know, because I'm obviously behind the scenes. I hear things. Um, fuck it. By the way, Los Angeles Gorillas just dropped 50 fuck? subs okay, in the, the 50 chat. Bomb. Okay, Los okay. Angeles Gorillas, stop it. Yeah, I think LAG is going to be great wow. this year. I mean, they really, I mean, they picked up great roster. Um, great management. I mean, behind the organization. I mean, they're they're a pleasure to just watch work. And um, I'm a I'm a big fan of this LAG team. I mean, they've they've really came in and surprised me. And you know, it's just a pleasure to see such a great organization really build such a great team. And uh, Tony, just a pleasure to see. Tony, shut the fuck up. Tony, shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up. Uh, I do want to put a cap on that. Um, I think Tom and I are going to get Alex Rubens on the show at some point. Yeah, I've been chatting with Alex on the side. Alex, man, he wants to come on and talk about the last two years. And sort of the thought process there. I want to kind of spin that around and ask you a question, Pierre, sort of in terms of front office stuff. Have you guys kind of talked with the coaching staff, Bellows and Ricky, and kind of starting having conversations on what you guys want to target in terms of goals for next season? Like, have you guys kind of opened those lines of communication already? I mean, for the most part, I don't think we've really, you know, talked kind of about that stuff. I mean, it's still two, three months really kind of in the future. So it's just a little early to talk about any of that kind of stuff to me. Um, I mean, uh, you kind of just have, I feel like every single player in their right minds, like obviously we've talked to them and like, uh, after we got picked up and like had our conversation and stuff like that, but like going into the season and stuff like that, I feel like everyone kind of has, you know, the same goals, the same things to target, the same, I guess, mindset to really have. And that really is kind of just something it's kind of it's basically like uh there's no point in really saying it it's kind of like already should be known kind of deal mm -hmm. are you guys uh playing out of like where are you guys gonna try and all move to the same location like he's playing out of dallas or um, playing in la do you know i believe um that's still in the works right now i believe we are trying to figure that out personally speaking i would not want to live in la and i've voiced my opinions on that to them as well i just personally think living in texas where what seven eight of the league teams um are basically going to be all there and i feel like that's just going to be the closest thing you can get to land and practicing that kind of environment get basically just translates over to land since you know practice is what 90 percent of literally what we do and 10 percent is just competing right mm -hmm. so like if our practice is just really bad from like literally the west coast then like we're not going to just randomly become the best literally when we go to land no nah, if, if most teams are in texas big p you guys have to be in texas it's just yeah. it's just how it is um it's just the most fair thing it's just the best practice you could possibly get the better your practice is the better you guys are going to get so I definitely think you guys being in Texas would be a smart move. I'm curious as to when things are going to start rolling out back to normal and all these franchises are going to have people living in their uh, their city again. Um, I'm not sure when that's going to happen. Maybe not this upcoming year, but maybe the following season. Um, I think a lot of that is like we still don't know what COVID's like two weeks from right, now. Right, right. That's like the problem. That's, that's, that's like, the problem of it for sure. Uh, I mean, you got to look at like, you know, all these other states. Let's say it does go back to um, basically everyone goes to their respected states where their teams are actually from. Like, let's say COVID gets worse. Like, imagine I have to go to Cali. Like, I'm pretty sure it cali is like the worst state to be in right now for covid because it's so like strict on like all of its policies mm -hmm. and if covid does get worse then what like we'll literally be all stuck inside and we'll be even able to move kind of deal well it keeps changing i'm pretty sure cali was good a month ago 
and now they changed everything again and now yeah. you know the, the, you know it just keeps changing like every other like i was there like a couple months ago and like they, it seemed like covid wasn't even a thing anymore and now i'm being told that it, you know it's very serious again like it built back up they closed everything again I, I don't know exactly what's going on honestly but um i just know that things are just starting to pop back up again you know this covid stuff so we'll we'll see how it all unfolds but big p i uh, would talk to uh, talk to me a little bit about kyler i'm pretty sure kyler was the one who was first at lag right he was first Hook yeah, was the uh, first one there, and then all the pieces kind of fell around Hook, right? Yeah, from my understanding, I guess he just ended up getting bought out from uh, LA Thieves mm -hmm. just one day. Um, and then it kind of just all went from there. I mean, we obviously, me, Kyler, and Asim, we're all kind of talking to each other because um, yeah. we all really just wanted to team up each other. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just really just went from there where yeah. we were just figuring out like who the last piece needed to be mm -hmm. no 100 percent. i think uh the just between the three you alone like that core three and then of course adding austin on top of that it's just a phenomenal team how are you going into the season are you excited you ready to go do you, have, do you guys have the group chat made and everything? You know, oh, are you yeah. guys ready to go? I feel like that's Talk like the best, fe yeah, that's the best feeling ever. All that stuff is definitely done. I'm really excited to be with our team. The people that are actually put in the time and the effort, personally speaking, I've just, I just haven't had that for the past two, three years. And Jesus I, Christ. For, and I need that as a player to actually perform well and actually be good. Mm -hmm. I feel like 95% of the league right now doesn't put in uh any extra time whatsoever and put in the time and dedication to actually try to become the best in the game it's kind of mm -hmm. like everyone has this weird chalk mindset because they look at phase and they're just like all right like i guess like what we can't beat this team or something like that and i, yeah. I feel like that's just super weird mm -hmm. yeah you got to put in the time you have to if you're with a team that you feel like is, is just slacking or isn't putting in the extra work uh to be because big p you know how it is you've won championships you won mvps in it's, order to it, be that good in order yeah. to be that great it comes from the work ethic. It does. Um, and, and that's something I noticed about uh, a lot of people in the league. Sometimes it just seems like people don't care. Like they just slack off. Um, they just don't I mean, care about winning. Maybe it's just they get the contract and they feel good and they just like they're complacent. You know? We talked about it on the last show when we were talking about the rosters when they were reported by Crone. Like, we've seen a lot of teams in the last two years spend the two months bitching about the game and not getting ahead. And the first event rolls rolls around, they get smoked by Dallas or smoked by Atlanta, and they're like, well, what are we doing here? Yeah. I think those are lessons, Pierce, you've been on teams over the last two years that have kind of struggled for that. I think Austin has as well. And I assume you guys are looking to come in, you know, day one, just like Atlanta and Dallas, and just no bitch and no complaining. Let's learn the game. Let's get better. And and get far ahead of everybody and just kind of glide that towards champs yeah the one i mean go ahead bp go ahead oh, no i mean the thing the thing that like all teams seem to like have like in common is like they always put in the time and the effort literally in the beginning of the season and then it never stays consistent through the like the full season it's always like the same players literally doing the same thing they they always grind in the beginning and then don't play in the middle or and you know start to pick up near the end like i feel like literally that's where like a team like phase basically like three of them grind their asses off literally and put like all the time and the effort in and obviously if like chris literally just watches vod so like he's doing something cod related on top of that as well so it's like they're basically putting in a lot of time because like trying to win is you come on tommy you fucking won before yep. you know how fucking hard it is it's you very difficult it, it's fucking insanely hard to fucking oh. win so, i mean like, bro when you do win big p you sit there and you're like wow like we're the best team in the fucking world like, we're the best professional team in the world. Like, nobody can say anything to you. In order to get that status, in order to get there, it's the work ethic. I mean, it's it just comes, it's that simple as that. 
And I think you make good points when you talk about Atlanta Faze and kind of how they do things around there and how everybody's working around the clock over there. And it goes from the coaching staff to the players to the analysts to, to everybody. Um, I think it uh, even even to the to the people running the team behind the scenes at Atlanta Faze. I mean, they don't shy away from getting the best players, right? You have Sib, right? Get Sib on a bench. They have the best four players and then get one of the most talented and challengers to hop on their bench. Like, they care about their roster um, and they're not scared to make moves. And I, th I think they also take very good care of their players. So they're doing it right over there, but Big P, I'm just excited for you, man, because I feel like you have a good team, you have a good head on your shoulders, like you guys are all ready to go, and you're all fired up. Um, so I'll be rooting for you guys. You know, I'll be watching you guys play. Um, I'm excited to watch you guys play. I think everybody's really excited to get this season on the road. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit, Big P, about Vanguard. Have you been peeping some of the gameplay? Oh, peeping yeah, it all? Have mean, you played it? Yeah, I mean, I've been actually watching uh, <laughs> Chris uh, Simps' uh, gameplay. Oh, he's disgusting. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> I mean, he's making he's making all these content creators literally look like they have no thumbs. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. it looks like he's pub stomping against content it, creators. Yeah. Is he not? Like he's, really, he's fucking nuts. And Warzone, looks, Warzone players too. Some in the mixer as well. It, it looks <laughs> yeah. like he's actually playing against bots, and it's really it's really funny. <laughs> Zin, how you have? Uh, what are your thoughts on the on Vanguard? I think it looks good. I mean, I like it too. I think it looks first cool off, too. I think the I think the Modern Warfare engine is probably the best engine we've had in Call of Duty when it comes to like fluidity, gunplay. That was all good. Uh, what what killed MW were was five v five squad spawns, and then the maps. Obviously, we only had a couple good ones. Um, maps are gonna make or break the game. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just that simple. Always, uh, yeah. Maps and spawns are gonna be the entire game. The game, I didn't play it yet, but it looks good, right? It's it's literally like an MW reskinned, and I like that a lot. I obviously like the World War II era. I like the guns, right? Like the MP40, the Bar, the STG. What scares me though is, I mean, like, I, I really don't understand why Ninja or, or Dead Silence is not a staple perk in every single game. Like, it, it yeah. should not be a field upgrade. It is a, from a competitive aspect, it needs to be a constant at all times. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, a part of being a professional is having, like, the minimap awareness, the game sense. When you add sound cues to that, it fucks everything. It's like you can make a great play and get heard, and then. You're dead, even though you made a great play. Like mm -hmm. I, th I think it should come down to game sense and, and mini map sense. So uh, I disagree with that. I worry it's a about field the door upgrade, stuff, right? It's a field upgrade. Yeah. yeah so just yeah, like, I, I agree just with like MW, you so, gotta sit so, and spawn yeah, for so seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make a play. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's fugaze. I hate that. So, shit. Well, you're, you're gonna have a lot of situations like yeah with MW where people are gonna spread the map and get info because they're gonna wait to get dead silence to pop it and make their play. It's gonna be hard to make any kind of solo routes and not give away his use heads in the sound cues because pros are going to hear that they're going to know where you're coming from and they're going to what you think is a good play is going to be a poor play when you get first yeah, blooded no and then i mean i'm worried about like the doors and how you can break objects right I, like, i'm not sure if you can disable that in custom games but like i don't know i mean i don't I'm think a, you can i'm an og competitive guy right like i want the most competitive game possible and I don't think opening and closing doors and breaking certain parts of the map has uh, has a place in competitive Call of Duty. I could be wrong. Hell, maybe it'll add for a unique aspect in this game, but um, we also I don't have know. 16 maps as well. That's so incredible. Ho that so is... hopefully, you know, there's some of them got to be good. <laughs> some of them, like you got 16 of them. Shout out to Sledgehammer for prioritizing 6v6 maps because it's been a long time since a game has. I mean, 16 6v6 maps upon launch is is insane. So. Um, huge shout out to Sledgehammer because, uh, I mean, it shows that they care about multiplayer, right? And, um, obviously Warzone's sort of the forefront of Call of Duty, but the fact that they're coming out with six or sorry, 16, 6v6 maps is, uh, 
I mean, it's just great to see. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a few of them in there that are that are really good. But you missed a, an important thing, at least for me, is the the mini map. What's going on with the mini map I, in Vanguard? Listen, listen, I have to, bro. I refuse to believe they're fucking with the mini map, man. If if any developers are listening to me talk, you keep the mini map the exact same it's been throughout all of Call of Duty history. That is something we don't change. Well, let me t let me just so Ever. if people are listening and they don't know what the hell we're talking about, so the mini map is there. It's there, but uh, you don't see red dots when people and enemies shoot. Like when enemies are shooting their gun, you no red dots are popping up. There's nothing there, um, which is very very interesting to me. I don't understand that. The only way you can get those red dots to pop up is if you strap on the fucking perk. They got a perk for it, um, which I think is ridiculous. I think that is insane to waste a perk just to get your mini map to fucking work properly. Makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, uh, so I don't know what they're gonna do with that. I don't know if they're gonna change that in the competitive. If there's gonna be like a competitive mode. Well, I don't even understand the point of that. What's the point uh, of that? Well, you know what I'm I saying? Don't, I mean, it's one... Uh, I don't know. Maybe What's the developer would have to explain it, but I can't think of any positive that they can give me to where I'll be, like, open-minded to that. Like, I'm I'm, I'm pretty open-minded with certain things, like, whatever you want to fuck with mm -hmm. on the game. But, like, the minimap is something you don't touch. Everybody knows how the minimap works if you've played Call of Duty. There's no reason to change something that is a staple in call of duty mm -hmm. but people are saying you know it's for the casuals it's to cater to the noobs and shit like this doesn't that make that harder for the casuals <laughs> if they don't see anybody on the minimap it's just fucking blank they're probably like you know casual players probably don't even know what the fuck's going on at least the minimap gives you a pretty good understanding of where people are where people are shooting you know uh maybe if they want to just camp in corners but i think any good player if a, if a camper sitting in a corner you're gonna see where the bullets are coming from. I'm gonna hear the gunfire. It's not gonna help their case. It's not gonna help the shit players. If anything, it's gonna make the game even harder for the casuals. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we think so. we think the same way. And to be fair, like, listen, I don't blame them for for trying to appeal. To, I mean, bro, the game is made for casuals. That's never gonna change. We've talked about it before. I don't blame them. We are a very small percentage of a player base. Very, very, very small. But I would hope, at, at the very least, there's a setting that we could enable, you know what I'm saying? To have a normal minimap. Like, at the very least, there needs to be a setting to make that normal. Yeah. Um, but listen, I think, from, like, from what we know as players, right? Like, we obviously hear a little more behind the scenes. Like, I do know that they care a lot about competitive this year. And, like, it, it's been at the forefront in a lot of their conversations for a while. Um, hopefully, we get, like, a, a rank play off break. That would be, that would be incredible. But... Yeah. Um, I'm going to save any negative judgment, right? Like, I haven't played it personally. I I trust that we're not going to just fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. there's no way we're spawning in I competitive just... without a proper map. I, honestly, honestly, I just don't understand, like, why we're, like, trying to split up competitive and, like, casual side again. Like... Back in Black Ops 4, right, like, we tried to bridge that gap and make everything, like, the exact same. Obviously, there was some things that were uh, a little weird inside Black Ops 4, like, the pub system that, like, needed to just be removed for, like, competitive sake. But, like, the fundamentals were there. And, uh, like, you were playing 5v5 in all of the pubs on top of that. The minimap, like, you were basically playing almost the exact same game that, like, the pros were playing. Mm -hmm. And literally, to, and then we went to Modern Warfare right after that, and it was the exact opposite. Like, they were trying to, like, take away, like, what Black Ops were literally tried to do. And then we went back towards it somewhat in Cold War, and then we're 
just literally back to it again where like we're just completely split again because like what Zinni's like uh, voicing is like yeah like the minimap is going to be weird and stuff like that but in our like in the competitive side of things that will never slide like ever it will always be changed because that's something that takes skill minimap awareness takes skill yeah and like that's competitive to literally un uh to know like when to push or uh you know like basically just singling people out that like actually just information information game yeah yeah no i mean i mean the dude the minimap is literally everything it's literally it's just the whole awareness aspect of it i remember that i was on tiktok one day and i saw somebody accusing i'm echoing by the way ben i think it's you sorry i, I think it was me I for a second. um I, I think i was on tiktok one day and uh i saw uh, like a video of like somebody saying a pro was cheating because he was looking at the minimap like his eyes are looking left and it had mad lights. See, everybody in the concert like, dude, I hate, I hate cheaters. Fuck cheaters. And I'm like, dude, like, he's literally looking at his minimap. Like, he's not even fucking cheating. Like, people don't understand it. That you look at the minimap. For most, I feel like pro players look at the minimap more than look at in front of them half the time. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, it's the most actually, important thing. You know what it, I'm saying? It gets me killed sometimes because I'm looking at my minimap too much. I'm like, but it's just something that literally is so important to literally just relay information and just like literally bounce off like ideas to literally people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. So hopefully they fix that. I don't know. What about like the sliding and the jumping? Like is sliding like that good? Like is slide canceling? I saw some people complaining or not complaining, but saying the sliding is good, but it's not as good. Like jump shotting is like a big thing. I noticed when I was watching Simp playing, um, he wasn't sliding that much. He was sliding. But it seemed like he was jumping into a lot of fights rather than sliding into him. The jumping looked insane. Like the fuck. Well, to be it... fair, the bunny hop was more prevalent in MW than I would say the slide cancel was. Yeah, it was. To, to a certain extent. Yeah. Well, as an AR player, that that is like I, I was bunny hopping more than I was slide canceling. Mm -hmm. um, maybe different for an SMG. Um, but I mean, from what I don't know, it looked like the same mechanic. No. Yeah, it, it did. It, 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 it looked, looked a little, little slower, bit. didn't it? Didn't the, the slide, slide cancel look a little slower? A little I, I haven't me. played it. I haven't played it, so I it really don't know. It looked a little weird. Oh, it man. looked it looked good, but like it didn't look as snappy. Like. It didn't look like you could snap out of a slide really I mean, like good. instantly. Good. Like make like the slide cancel should be a maneuver. It should not be a mechanic that you abuse in gunfights, right? I, like mm -hmm. yeah. what's up, Big P? I think uh, I think from the gameplay that I watched, literally from like Asim's perspective and literally Sim's perspective, like it kind of looks like since when uh it showed that like you can't really snake anything like at all like it's super slow and like it will like punish you like severely hard if you try to do like that repeat of movement that mm -hmm. you can do in most games yeah but like i think that's what's causing like that slide cancel to be like funky or weird because like that's like um that's like kind of like part of the movement you know mm -hmm. like crouching up and down like in slide so canceling. you can't crouch up and down like you did in past cods in this new one uh no you can't no. you can't just keep spamming it you can't just I go mean, up you, and down you could but you probably just look really dumb and like you would just die immediately mm -hmm. uh, okay so that's a good thing they're probably trying to fix snaking then they're trying to probably what's so funny ben what are you smiling over there nah, for? Just, just, the chat's funny oh uh, well because they're talking about mc <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen bro I, I could guarantee you guys chat that if snaking wasn't a thing mc would still be very 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 good I mean, just, I would be just as good. He'd I mean. be just Dude, as good. I yeah. literally watched all of their gameplay. Literally, uh, when I was watching scrims, literally before champs, and MC didn't snake one time. Literally against anyone, he was just 
as you would like to say, he was left stick sliding everybody, literally around the map. I mean, just a yeah. stigma he has now, right? Like, it's like, it's like me with cabin wall. I'm fucking slow as fuck, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> it's it's like a similar thing, because yeah. he, he would snake back in the day when everybody was doing it in games where you could break it. And now it's like, for the rest of his career, uh, when staking is brought up, uh, the, he's going to be named as the competitive player, you know what I mean? Bro, and we, yeah, were, playing, we were playing GTA the other day, yeah. and he was, he was breaking mechanics in GTA. I said, I said, go, how you doing? He's just like this, go like this, do it like this. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, how do you fucking know how to do everything in every uh, game? Like, the fuck is this? What's up, Ben? No, I was going to say that uh, he has kind of leaned into the gimmick, though, which I'll respect. Yeah, so, also, good brand also uh, another thing, I mean, 10 attachments, that is seems like more attachments than uh, we need. Like, I'm not really necessarily... Me too much. I wouldn't say it bothers me, but it's just like, doesn't it making It makes it a little more confusing for a casual, no? I mean, like... 10 attachments? Yeah. yeah, it does. I don't know why they feel the need to add that many attachments. I just feel like it overcomplicates things. Like, even right now, when I'm on Warzone, like, I haven't play, been playing Warzone. Like, Zen, you know, we hop on Warzone, we're like, yo, like, what the fuck do we use? And people are yeah. reading us all the attachments or going through the list on what to put on our guns. Yeah. Um, like, you see it all the time on YouTube, TikTok, like, Swag does it, Crowder does it, where they're t telling people different loadouts, different guns to use. It gets really complicated. Which is why a lot of people, a lot of creators on socials will do stuff like this. They'll try and uh, educate the viewers on kind of what classes to make and what attachments to, to put on. So for casuals, I agree with you, Zin. I feel like it's complicated as fuck. It's mean, complicated yeah, for yeah. me. I don't fucking know. Exactly. I mean, I feel like they're just trying to improve on the... Like, Modern Warfare was the first one to do it where, like, you added certain attachments on a gun and it turned into a different gun. And then Cold War tried to do it as well. You could literally make an AK-47 into a 74U, but there was a 74U in the game. So it was like... I feel like they're trying to, like, make it so that you use the STG and maybe you turn it into a sub. Mm -hmm. like, Why, and then like, maybe you try to turn that. it into an AR or you take a sub and you take it into an AR. Obviously, like, I don't know why they're trying to do that and not just, you know, kind of just improve on, like, bringing in more guns, yeah. like, literally right off launch, and then we can just test that to see what all the good guns are. Mm -hmm. But I guess they just want us to literally create some monstrosity. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have no fucking idea what's going on. As long as the game comes out, it's good. That's all I care about. I feel like COD is definitely on a hate train every year when a, when a new game drops. I feel like people really want to trash it. I mean, not really want to. They are trashing it. Like, a lot of people trash it. Um, but to me, it looked fun. Like, I was enjoying watching the gameplay. I was enjoying watching people. For me, it's yeah. new guns, new maps, um, new style play. Verse 24 looks fun. It's like a pub game mode. It yeah, looks the spawns like were a little fucked, but it looked yeah, fun. 48 people on the map, but, yeah. like, you know, as a pub game mode, that, that kind of 24-24 blood seems pretty interesting. They like, didn't mention I mean, anything about ranked action. play, which really bothers me. That yeah, really, I mean, really bothers me. What's I up, mean, Tony? listen, maybe they could surprise us or they could announce it So, I, I don't know. Surely rank play has to be difficult, right? Like, there's, why not have it in the game? Like, you know what I'm saying? What's like, so difficult it, about it, though? I don't know, but, like, I have to assume that there's something about a ranking system that makes it a little bit difficult because I mean, it's like... But they've done it in the past, Tony. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, well actually, what's the no. problem? Well, no. The World War II one, uh, I mean, listen, it's Sledgehammer. I would be shocked if we don't launch with uh, ranked play at launch. A good ranked play as well. ELO-based. I mean, I, I don't I understand shocked. why they can't just copy and... Well, obviously, I don't really know much about code, but, like, I feel like they could just copy and paste it and literally try to just, you know, rewrite the code and everything like that from the world war ii's ranks uh rank play system it's not like 
it's it, th that was the best ranking system we had everyone thinks like you know black ops 2 is probably the best one but like that one basically showed like the actual most real skill base that we like we've ever had because of yeah. the evo system mm -hmm. and i don't know it's just it, it's weird to me that they can copy you know the the style or the feel of games like how modern warfare and world war 2 kind of look similar to this new game but they can't just copy and paste a ranked play system. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it works. I just feel like if it's in past games, it should be in the one right now. Um, I think as uh, I think what Tony's saying, I think he might be right. I think we might be surprised when the game comes out. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. I don't know what's really going to happen, but I'm just praying for a ranked play system because that's where I'm going to be living. I'm going to be living on the ranked play uh, playlist. Maybe two. Yeah. I don't know because they probably. Uh, I saw people talking in the chat like the skill based matchmaking in pubs. Like that might go into it a little bit. Maybe they feel like because they're skill based matchmaking, they don't need a ranked playlist. Uh, I definitely disagree with that. But if that's how they're thinking, then I really don't fucking know. I have no idea. Um, I mean, guys, it is it is still a beta. They just did the multiplayer reveal. You know, traditionally, I think in past years what they've done is from esports event. I don't know if they're gonna do one, but sure there's still they will. a lot of time between now and then when the game comes out. Well, listen, before we get into uh, some uh, questions on Reddit, because you guys are really active. You guys went nuts on the Reddit post today. Uh, I wanted to talk about the last two spots. Is, have you guys heard anything about the last two spots? The Paris uh, shit? The, um, and then possibly that NRG Chicago spot if all this merger information ends up happening. Um, have you guys heard anything about this stuff? Because it's been very quiet on my end. Uh, quiet, all all I've heard about Paris is... Uh, all I've heard about Paris is it's the same process as last year talking to a lot of people it's going to take them a while to form their roster but you know they may be the last team in but they're gonna they're gonna have a pool of people to pull from so they're starting those combos now mm -hmm. i don't know i'm just waiting for it because i just feel like we haven't heard anything there yet and it's interesting even behind the scenes it's just quiet um you hear a few names that are that could be going there you hear about some of the western boys maybe hitting the paris spot like bringing those guys back but i really don't know what's actually going to end up happening um, so keep an eye out on Crone and CDL Intel. I'm echoing again. There's a little noise, by the way. Um, but it could be CDL Intel or Crone that will, will come out and, and say something. But let's get into some of the Reddit questions. Well, um, we wanna, do you want to do the questions? Do you want to talk about the award show? Oh, I thought we were going to do that at the end, but we can talk about it now. Go ahead, Ben. We can we, talk, we about talk about it. So, so Tom and Take I away. follow up on it. We're going to do an award show. Uh, we've kind of narrowed it down to like a bunch of ideas. Basically, Tom and I like... We could sit here and do like MVP and like this, that, and that. And it's like, I think that's boring because there's overlapping what CDL is doing. So we kind of picked a couple of words we thought were interesting. Tom and I are going to vote on them. And then probably next week we'll do a show and announce the winners. So here's what we're thinking. And chat, let us know if you think these are good ideas. We're going to do two awards for best roster move. One in the preseason of last year and one that was a mid-season play Fuck. this year. What's wrong, uh, Tony? What's the problem? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Best series, um, so most exciting series, one that went to game five was absolute banger. Most improved player, I think that's an interesting award. Uh, rookie of the year, I think we know who will probably win that, but want to give Fuck. cred to someone on that. Sorry, Zen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Keep best, it going, highlight, best highlight play, that's going to be an interesting top one, Tom. I don't know if you and I are going to agree on that one. We might need a tiebreaker. Hey, Zen, you might win that one. Fuck. I, oh, wait, I mean... Yeah, you might have the a shot 1v4, man, the 1v4. Yeah. You know, we gotta go to the drawing board, take a look, and see what's there, but... You know, you have, the 1v4's gotta be up there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What else, Ben? Know. What else do we got over uh, there? We have biggest surprise player performance. So that's kind of a combo of most improved player. We might... Ah! 
Sorry, I'm I'm mute out. Tony, shut that, the fuck up. Sorry, I'm mute out. This mm, one was good. Uh, best team entrance at LAN. I like that one. Oh, I like that. The team the team walkouts. Uh, yeah, yeah. These are fun. These that, are fun. Since I know the best surprise now is kind of overlaps the most improved player, we're gonna have one more best guest on the flank. Oh, no. uh, I that would be flabbergasted. Nice. I'd be flabbergasted. I would feel disrespected to a different degree. <laughs> I don't you're know if I like that one. For that award. I don't know if I like that one. I don't like that award because I like you all don't the like guests. The best guest on the flank. The best guest on the flank is Tony. He's Zinny. He wins the award right now. Are we giving to that award now? I'm down yeah, to just because he's always here. Okay, he's always okay. showing love. He has Guys. a great energy, great positive, <laughs> a lot of positivity, a lot of energy to the flank. What uh, a pleasure. Some positive, some negative. Everybody's saying I mean, Crim six. Everyone wants to toss Crim in here, but yeah, uh, yeah they do know. love Crim. The Crim. See, Crim is an oddball. He is. People love fucking Porter on the on the flank. That's for sure. Um, but I do, I do love all the guests. I love all the guests. I don't want to just pick one. The other ones are great, though. I like, uh, yeah. I like them all. To be honest, we could probably come up with a couple more. I think it'd be cool yeah. to like. Um, I don't know how we're gonna do the voting system, Ben. It'll probably just be me and you. Maybe some guys in the team speak. Um, we're gonna need a tiebreaker if you and I don't agree. So you I would like some a ideas. vote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah no, you are, you are a tiebreaker idea. Thank yeah, you. you were a tiebreaker idea for us for sure. We'll have Zen on the tiebreaker, yeah. but um, yeah, we'll probably Best do it like that. Move, uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't spoil. Yeah, don't spoil. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't gotta spoil it. You got to be honest with it too. Yeah. You know, be honest I with mean, it. I listen. I know. Um, we're, we're gonna deliberate, guys. It'll be done behind closed doors. We'll price water. No, it's that reference you guys aren't gonna get. We're gonna have sealed envelopes. You guys, it's a it's a blind draw, and you guys will find out it'll, the winners. It'll be We're fun. We're in the next week, yeah. It'll definitely be fun. Before we get into the questions, and guys, thank you for the train as well. It just died, but thank you guys so much for an incredible train. Um, I wanted to talk about Warzone a little bit. New Warzone looks yeah. sick. That shit looks, looks fire. Awesome. That looks fire. It looks super colorful. It, 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 I definitely, they definitely had to put a shit ton of time into a new Warzone map. They had to have. I'm um, surprised with how much they've been able to do. Like, I figured, like, I'm surprised you see, like, a Champion Hill game mode, right? Like, it shows that they're, like, not just focused on Warzone. Obviously, Warzone will always be at the forefront of the Call of Duty franchise for years and years to come, right? Like, uh, that's, that's what it's going to be. That's what everybody's playing. But they've, I mean, bro, like, to, to reiterate, 1666 maps at launch is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Champion Hill mode, um... Just more than I expected, right? Like mm -hmm. with with Warzone being at the forefront. So I mean, listen, they've been working hard, man. Shout out to Sledgehammer. Yeah, no, they've been working hard, and I think it all looks good. And I saw a lot of the Warzone uh, content creators and streamers and stuff. They were going crazy. They were loving that shit. Um, so Tony, me, we're gonna be on that. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna be, be on that grinding. We're gonna be going rogue. Um, for those of you who don't know, me, Methods, and Scump have been like a little trio in Warzone. We've been playing Warzone throughout the week. Scump's in LA right now, so we've taken the last couple of days he's off. He's back but... tonight. I don't think he's getting on, but he's back tonight. I think tomorrow we'll hop back into the Warzone streams. Um, but we've been having a lot of fun, so if you guys are ever uh, want to watch something during the day, we're usually playing Warzone. Um, but let's get into uh, to some of these questions, because Ben, they went fucking nuts today. Yeah, there was some good activity on this thread. Yeah, they went nuts today. Uh... Obviously, I, I dropped something on Reddit, made a little post. Uh, the top comment was, when's Slasher interview? When's the Slasher interview uh, scheduled for? Because Slasher wanted to come on and talk a little bit about the offseason, kind of what he went through. Um, you know, Slasher, he's very uh, vocal with some of the shit that he goes through. And I was actually talking to him today because I actually reached out to the whole LAG team today. Yeah. Um, Asim's away. He's going on vacation. He's on, he's, he's on the road. He's so. on the road. Uh, Big P is... Uh, yeah, Big P's on. Obviously, thank you, Big P, for coming on again. Yeah, you're, you're the no fucking problem. man. Um, and then we question had... for Big P real quick. Just a quick question. Go ahead. Pierce, you could have had me for free instead you bought Austin. Can I ask why? <laughs> I mean, like, fuck, man. What do you think, Big P? 
<laughs> you mean put me on the spot right now? I'm kidding. It's just a joke. Lighten up, everybody. He, Fuck. Think, he thinks Austin's better than you. I'll say it for him. That's why. That's fine. He'll be. Uh... You know what I'm saying? Austin's. I, I was full blown trolling. <laughs> I was. Um, but uh, I, did I mention how great of an organization LAG is? Shut the fuck up. Let's get into the show. I mean, what a pleasure. When Slasher interview schedules for us, I was talking to Slasher today. And he said that he cannot today. He's very, very busy. But sometime during the week, he wants to come on. Um, and we're going to do an episode with Austin. I think that'll be okay. really cool, Ben. I think we're going to set up an yeah, episode with Austin. I think he has a lot that he wants to say. We'd love to have him come on board and, and get whatever, you know, off his chest. You know, he could come on and say whatever. So, shout out to Austin, man. Um, Hook, I didn't get a response to that, Hook. But Asum uh, will come on eventually. Same with Austin. Big Pete came on today. So, shout out to them. But to answer your question, sometime soon, we're going to do the award show. And we're going to have Austin come on. Um, so we'll see how, it all, uh, how that all plays out. But let's go on to the next one. Do you think pros should have been more proactive in showing their beta gameplay? I saw so many pros in the kill feeds of various videos, yet not nothing publicly uh, came of their experience there. It's none of many things pros could do more to build their followings. Just look at how much exposure Simp and Envoy's clips got. Well, I mean, sometimes people I, are, I think are they should. Like, you know, in Asim's situation, I know that he, like, you know, can't really do content because he just moved back. So it's like, I agree with you, more people should make content like Simp did, but, you know, some people are just kind of like keeping it low-key in the off-season, they're just trying to grind. Maybe they're trying to just focus and get feedback for the devs. Every, not everybody wants to be or should be required to be a content creator. You know what I hate? When a, when a pro player would, like, get on you for posting clips. Like, bro, bro, bro I'm not going to name people, but pro players used to be like, dude, like, you think you're cool, like, you're posting clips, like, this and that, you care about content more than you care about competing. I was like, dude, it takes two seconds to post a clip. Like, I do it for the supporters, I do it to grow a brand, like, people like to see clips. People like to think, see videos. I don't think people like, like, the script, like, I think people always hated when, like, a scrim screenshot is posted, or, uh, yeah, a clip a from of... a scrim, like, I think that's what they care about for the most well, part. Well, scoreboard screenshots are, not anymore, are a little though. bit I different. Mean, like, scoreboard I mean, screenshots yeah, scoreboard, are kind of, yeah. like, talking, you... At that point, you're kind of like, you look, I just shit on fucking Florida. Look, check this out. Boom. You know what I'm saying? That's weird because it's practice. But I'm saying if you're in practice and you pop, pop like an eight piece, I was sick. And you got yeah. it on video or you got it, you're, you're recording it. Bro, post it. I mean, what, I mean why listen, not? Anybody who is hating, at, especially at this point in our careers and like this point in esports, right? Just like where we are as a industry, I guess you could say. Anybody getting mad at people uh, posting clips are, are morons. I mean, not only does it, you can monetize videos, but more importantly, it helps grow everything, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say a casual sees that clip. Oh, what is this? It's pro players. Like, these are things that we need to do. And to Ben's point, I mean, I've always been an advocate of, of, of the following. Like, being a pro player, you do not have to be a content creator. No, you don't. But... It's very helpful. I mean, if you want a career past competing and you want to grow your brand, like these things are very important, but you don't have to, right? Like there is nothing wrong with being a professional Call of Duty player and not wanting to make content. Like there's nothing uh, wrong with that. But for those that do make content, I mean, it's important for growth and discoverability and a ton of different reasons. Um, so fuck me. If anybody complains about posting content anymore, just I'm just giving you. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just telling no, you right, from right. from my POV. When I used to post clips, people used to make fun of me. They were like, "Why are you posting clips, I was like, bro?" It, I'm, I I like to show some clips. I want to post you. I want to be active on my socials. I want people to see stuff. You know, like it's just it is how what it is. If you don't like it, it's not my fucking problem. You know, maybe yeah. you should start doing it. Um, but yeah, I definitely think players could start posting more videos, more clips, more stuff, anything. Just post anything. Even if you're just posting stuff, your socials will grow. Like it'll go a long way for you. 
yeah. um, over time. So I definitely agree with this guy. I think more people should start posting more stuff. And he made a good point. There's a lot of they saw a lot of people in the in the kill feed, a lot of pro players, so many people. There's no way they they just click a button, record it. There's no way they can't post some of this stuff. Um, they just decide not to. Uh, and that's just kind of on them, whatever they want to do. Uh, next question. Why hasn't Reese Vivid been in any team rumors? Homie is too talented to not be a part of the league. Um, mm. This is an interesting one to me. This is um, an interesting one. Um, I think, mm. uh, Ben, I want you to start this one off. Well, it could be a combination of a couple of different things. Um, one could be he just kind of ended up odd man out on some of these teams as they formed. We've seen that happen with great players in some of these roster mania cycles. You just kind of end up on a team, team falls apart, then all the other spots are taken for. I think you'll still end up on a team. There's, there's still two teams as far as you don't know what players on it. There isn't like a... He is at the top, surely, of all the subs left in that situation. So I think Reese will get on that team. Uh, I mean, I will openly say right now, I mean, I really don't care. Like, I want to, if, there's obviously a, a spot that's going to be up for grabs for the most part. Um, no one knows anything about it. I'll say that publicly. Like, no players that I've talked to know anything about the quote-unquote new spot or whatever it may be, if if that merger is real. Um, and I, I want to play with Reese. Like, if I'm, if I could find my way into a, a spot that, like, I would want to play with Reese. I'm surprised that he's not, um... Like Ben was saying, it's fucking... He kind of drew the shit under the stick from what we know. Yeah, I think uh, I think, I, I think think it goes back to Ben's first point. I just think he didn't fall in the right spot. Like, it just sometimes it just it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Like, Zinni, you know it. It doesn't matter how talented you are sometimes. You just might not fit into anybody's system. Like, based on how you play, your play style, or what they need. You know? I mean, like, like uh, keep in mind, too, right? Like, so, like, let's use London as an example, right? Like, they're going to do European players. So there's automatically one spot. And then... Intel. There's just so many... What? That's not... That's not, that's not Intel. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fucking around. Listen, Reese will, Reese will be on a team. And if Reese isn't somehow on a team by the start of the game, um, he will be soon, right? Like, he'd be, like, the first pickup as in the SMG role. Like, he proved this year why he's a top SMG player. For sure. Um, so I think... Maybe, maybe not sooner, but at some point he he'll be back in the league if he's not in the beginning. Yeah, no, Reese is a fucking animal. He's a beast. Uh, Sorry I, to cut you off, Ed. I didn't mean to cut you off. If I cut you off, no, you good. No, you good. good, Tony. You good. What's up, Ben? Were you about to say something? No, I I think Zen and I kind of summed it up. I mean, roster mania is not over yet. You know, we don't no, know if not. everybody signed. Teams have been announced. Crazy shit can happen. Mm -hmm. um, we, teams like just kind of ended up in those. I'm in out situations, but there's still clearly some spots available here, it seems like, and he'll end up on one of those teams. I feel Probably. pretty confident about that. Probably. He, he, he I made a be, good name for himself this I would year. be mind-blown and have a lot of questions if Reese doesn't end up on one of these teams. I well, I'm, well, 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 I'm not playing for 50K if I'm Reese. I mean, <laughs> last year, it was no secret that Paris paid the minimum, and I'm not sure if that's the case this year. I actually have no idea, but if I'm Reese, why? You know what I'm saying? Reese is not a minimum player. What else is he going to do, though? That, that, is a, that is a good point, I would, though. Like, if I'm could, Reese, I'd wait. Out. If, if yeah, I'm instead of playing for the minimum, I mean, I said, I mean, listen, me and him are in very different boats, right? But like, I wouldn't play for the minimum. That's insane. They, 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 I don't think the minimum, Pierce can, I don't, not Pierce, sorry. I don't think Vivid Reese can do what you, what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? No, I, 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 I agree with Zen. If his only offer is in the minimum, I think you think about it. He might yeah. be, he might be in a position to bet on himself. I mean, I think he's you know, like the first the, SMG picked up. If, wait, what, do you, wait, what do you mean? You're saying that if they offer him the minimum, 
you're saying he should decline it and try and get more. Of, of course, he's going to try and get no, more. He should, no, he should just not play there and wait. Wait for Wait for someone to get dropped. I mean, if, if they're refusing to negotiate is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, you're but saying Tom, something at, like look that. Look at like the ASIM situation. But then he's not going to get like... picked up for anything other than the minimum if he's joining a team midway through the year. I mean, that's not necessarily true. Because I don't think there, that's true. There will be people that, you know, like the ASIM situation. Like, I like I personally look. I think he needs to take the spot if he gets offered a spot. A couple of things. We don't know what offers he has yet. We're assuming, like, we're, we're asking this conversation, like, Paris is the only team that's out there. And if someone does end up, this energy thing is true, and Optics joining Dallas and energy selling the spot, we don't know if that team's going to be doing minimum players or they're going to be offering, you know, salary. Not everybody in the league we know has infinite budget. Um, but, like, my, I agree with you. Reese is not a minimum player. Uh, if he only has minimum offers and he can't get more leverage to go up, I agree with you, Zen. I think you should entertain betting on himself. Tom, maybe you're right. Trade? I don't know. That's a but tricky like, one. Because I, 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 I see sure. what you're saying. I just, the only thing that worries me about sitting out is they might not give a fuck and just go pick up somebody else in challenges and be like, all right, see you later. And then yeah. next thing you yeah, know, Vivi's just we, sitting on the sideline the whole year, not making anything now. Now he's not making a dime. I got to stop there, Tom. We okay. have seen, not, I don't want to be a dick about it, but like we have seen that teams are very quick to make changes in the league. Reese, if he sits out, will end up on a team. In the same way what happened to John from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. If you're an SMG, teams will suck. You will get opportunities to come in. For the minimum. To Zin's point, to Zin's point and to your point, that's the next question, though. Those opportunities happen. Are you getting in for 50K? Uh, or are you getting in for more than that? Let's say they offer you a 200 base, but it's prorated. Like, are those opportunities out there? I don't know. I mean, we Tom makes a good point, though. Budget, so we, we can't answer that question. I mean, it's scary as a player, right? Like, you're offered a spot. It's very scary to say no. Because, I mean, what Tom is saying could be true, right? Like, when he does get picked up, that team will know, well, he'll take whatever the fuck we can give him if he wants to play with this good team. You know what I'm saying? It also depends on the team, too. Let me say that, right? If, if it's a team that you think you have a, a solid chance of winning with or placing in the upper, like, upper portion of the league, then, I mean... Then it's a lot more uh, feasible, but like, I don't know. You can argue it from both sides. You can. There's positives and negatives to sitting out or playing. I just have like, listen, I'm not, I don't own an organization. I'm not sure about the struggles that these organizations have, especially through COVID, but a team paying the minimum to players tells me they don't give a fuck, in my opinion. Like, if I. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I'm, uh, so, so, two things. One is, uh, I just, for, for the factual point of this, because I see. Joel mentioned this in chat. I'm also getting poked by some of the team speak um, that he was extended per that note on that C on the CDO website. He was extended by Dallas. So currently he's still in a contract with Dallas. I was actually just Dallas, about to say that. Yeah, Dallas wants to sell him on. Oh, well, that's good. That's, yeah, if he's so still in a like contract, that's good. Um, I don't agree with that assessment, though, um, Zinn. I agree with you from a winning perspective. It's hard to offer players minimum to win. But, you know... These are businesses. They don't have infinite budgets. Sometimes their player expenditures is not going to be easy. So uh, I don't entirely agree with your characterization there. That's fair. I mean, like I said, you I mean, you know more on the back end than I do for the most part when it comes to budgeting and all this stuff. As a player, I would personally, like, if a team's only offering me the minimum, um, I mean, I get it from a business perspective, but, like, even – Okay, let's say we'll use me as an example, right? Let's say I have yeah. one option and the team knows that. Yes, they could give me 50k. 
But you're also starting off that relationship with a certain statement by doing that. Like, does that make sense? Whereas, like, that's just, it's like, damn, you're going to do this because you know I don't have a choice. Where, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but it's, it's a class. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Good over there, Big you, P. You're going to treat it like a. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, they're going to. Big P, what do you think? Listen, I, mean, I just I'm, think, listen, I'm just, as a yeah. player, I'm very disheartened if I'm. If the organization is only offering me the, the lowest salary in the if league. You, if you got. He asked me my point on it. He doesn't yeah. got a fucking choice, to be honest with you. He's what? Let's say his bio was... How much was his bio from uh, LAG? Literally, probably in the upper of like 150, 200K? Yeah. I don't, I even, no know, I don't even know the number. Okay, right, can, I also, can I also let's, toss this scenario agree. out here? We have talked at length to this show about what we think about that rumored Dallas Optic roster. If I'm Dallas Optic, or whatever this team may potentially call it if it happens... Would I not want to refit it as my sub in case stuff goes down? We've seen the problem that teams sign an AR player as their sub because mm. the subs are a problem and they're screwed. You're going to replace Gump or Shotzi? No, he's saying it's Illy sub. Or it doesn't matter. If you had to rotate a player, you got to rotate a player. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that, that Reese is currently in a contract with Dallas. We just see what they happen because if he doesn't get an offer, they may go to him and commit to and say, we want to keep you as a sub because we need to hedge. I mean, um, that's not going to happen. I get bought out because the team wants to pick well, him up. Well, well, let's let Big P. Big P. What were you going to yeah, say? Go you said you don't think I mean, you don't think Reese has a choice. You I were mean, going on say, saying. So basically, let's say like Paris or whatever the organization that literally takes over their spot, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, Reese is going to be going for, in my opinion, I think he's going to be going for 100, 150k. So that's literally not a bargaining chip that you literally can use to organizations and say, right. Hey, look, uh, you have to pay 150k for me. Can you also give me? you know, this set amount of money, and they're going to be like, no. Right. What, so we're, why would we pay almost 150, 200K to buy you out and then put you on almost more than that on top of that? Mm -hmm. That's not like, that's not business savvy or even like thinking whatsoever. And like, you'd be like, oh yeah, Dallas is a bunch of assholes for literally just holding on the Reese and not letting them do anything. But it's like, what you just said is it's a business. At the end of the day, it is a business. Mm -hmm. There is no reason to literally be like, here you go. Like, we'll just give Risa for free. Yep. Like, no money whatsoever after they spent all that money literally to buy him out on LAG. Like... I agree uh, with you, Big P. I'm, I'm on board with you. I, I, I'm I like, agree, bro, I I, I, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm in Risa's situation and I get offered the minimum, it's the only place I can go. There's nobody else on the market for me to go. Now, if there's another team in the... Like, say Paris gives the minimum. Say you, you look, let, let's say, look at it this way. You got the Chicago spot, the Paris spot. Two spots, right? If, if Paris comes and offers me the minimum... Well, now I'm hoping that the other team wants me too. Maybe because we can see what's going on there. Maybe maybe the other team will offer me more. I'm obviously going to go wherever I get more at this point. And then I'll just focus on the team once I get there. Um, but say only one team wants them. I think it's a big risk to just say, you know what? I'm going to decline the one offer I have. I'm just going to sit out the whole year. Just sit back. Maybe even play challenges. Just sit on the bench and just hope for a team to collapse and go to a team. And may I also keep in mind that if you're going to a team that's making changes, it's because they're doing bad. And they're playing like shit, which means you're going to a shit team. And you're probably only going to get the minimum if you're getting picked up in the middle of the year. I, I mean, I will say that Reese did end up getting traded to a quote shit team. And that shit team was Dallas and they ended up being a good team. No, so you could, you could Dallas was not a shit team when he well, got Well, I'm saying in that there. situation, not every team that's making a change is a bad team. Right. And to this note, you know, like here's but. a scenario too, right? Dallas, we don't know why Dallas extended him right do they want to sell him on do they want to keep him as a sub 
Because if I'm Paris, right, I could play this game. Listen to this bullshit. I could play hard to get and not ever have attention or even entertain Reese Vivid, force Dallas to release him, buy him out. Now, I don't have to play a buyout fee, and I can negotiate directly with Reese. Right, and, and I see Looney saying the chat will not necessarily look at Standy and this and that. I mean, Standy came in and did wonders for that team. He did, and Standy yeah. came in probably around the minimum. He did. Standy just came in and absolutely fucking ferried, which very yeah, different though. It's that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's very, very different. And you're le you're yeah. letting Reese have to be you're you're making him make a decision, and he's gonna have to take that risk that he could potentially get picked up by somebody midway through the year. He might only be making a minimum, but he's taking a risk that he could you know potentially get on a team or maybe not even get on the team. He could sit out the whole year. And, and not he's do not, it. That's ridiculous, Tom. He's not. Reese is not sitting out the whole year. Ben, he's, listen, Reese will the, be the Look at the free agent SMG talent right now. No, 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 Ben, Ben, Ben. Right I'm there. telling you that if Reese, yeah. if Reese has offers on the table and he declines them because he's just getting paid the minimum and he's just like, fuck it, I'm not going. I'm not playing in the league because yeah. I don't want to take the minimum. Well, now he's just not going to be on any team, and he, he has to take yeah, that risk that he it, hopefully it, gets on a team throughout the he, year. He will, dude, like, like step away. Uh, like, step I, I back get Tom's point. I, I ben, get your ben, point. Ben, you have nonstop. You, you know how many play, you know how many amateur players and challengers are going to be making noise in the challenger scene that teams that people yeah, are going to be and, looking and at? And Reese has shown of course. Very, hey, the last I, two hey, years, I love Reese. Years I think Reese is incredible. I think Reese is fucking incredible. I think he's an amazing player. That's why he's going to get offers. Look. I just disagree with the All characterization. Right. If he chooses he didn't to get him play this better time himself, around, well, people were saying that about John, and John continued to get offers after he declined offers last year. We know that we talked about it on the show. John was in a way different situation than Vivid is now. Vivid just came off a good year. John, John came off uh, like a year break. Like people, and John also had history in college. Uh, Reese is in a better situation. Reese is in the pro league and played well. Of course, if people, ben, but I'm telling you, I don't see him coming in midway through the year and making more than a minimum. I just don't see that happening. Oh, that, but we're he we might just, as well we just, just take the spot situations. now. You might as well get into the league now. Take the take the minimum. Try and build a good team and just try and play throughout the year play in all the majors you know what, play in the league an every offer, competitor wants to play ben nobody wants to sit if, out what if you get an offer from a team right so team falls apart team x yeah and what if they come to you in march or april whatever and say look right we've already got our budget locked so we can only offer you prorated of whatever the salary is but here's a big second year you think he takes that deal because they extend him he's got a lot of money on the table that he can use. You're, you're I'm saying, saying they, they you're, the you're, you're, you're assuming a lot of things here, and we just don't know what the market's going to be like in four to five months. On top of that, he's just not some random player. He's like a top level stub player, so, who's plus player in SND, which is a very premium position to be in. Like he is not just in a pack of other players that people are going to pick at. Ben, he's nasty. They have to rotate their team. You guys make a good point. Say. Both no. of you are right. Both yeah. of you, like, both, like both of you aren't wrong. It's no. just situational. It's going to be a decision. Is he going to bet on himself? And right. Tom, you could 100% be right, but there's no way to know. Like, yeah, no, like no it, it's risk. It's it, taking a risk. It's a, it That's depends what on the organization, the team. Like, there's so much that goes into it. Mm -hmm. ben, to circle back, I mean, the answer and, is and like, again, Matt, the, Matt I mean, deserves I, to be on I want to point this out because, like, I also just want people to be aware of this buyout game because this is, like, a this is a massive game of chicken with the orgs. Because if I'm an org and I'm interested in a race vivid, I may, it might be a thought process if I'm going to take a while to form my roster to not show that interest until he gets bought out because then I have to negotiate that fee and extra money that I have to spend to buy him off of Dallas. If I just pretend like I don't have interest and Dallas is like, well, we don't want to keep him as a sub. We're going to buy him out. Well, now it costs me nothing to get him off of Dallas. Well, listen, here's, the, I can go here's, hold on. here's the reality of, of the situation. Reese will get let go for free in a certain scenario. If one team wants him, he has one offer. 
and that team knows that, and they refuse to pay his buyout, they can say, listen, we'll, we'll go get someone else then. There is no way Reese should, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to keep paying Reese to sit there for no reason. He's not on a minimum contract right now. It doesn't make sense. I have to assume that he would be let go or at least be sold at a, at a much lower price because, I mean, especially knowing Dallas, like Stroh. He like, won't I don't be think held. Stroh, he won't be like, held. Like, he's not going to get fucked over. No you know way. What I'm saying? No way. There's doesn't no make way. sense. No. Then in my, I want to also opinion. toss this situation out to you guys because, again, we have seen this come into play. What is stopping teams, if they've got budget room, for picking them up as their sixth man because they feel – or fifth man, sorry, because they don't feel confident in the four. And as they practice over the next few months, the team sucks and they rotate them in before the season why, starts. Why is Adam That's saying these are terrible a, takes? User was moved hey, Adam, to your Adam, channel. why are you saying these are terrible takes? What's the problem here? Bro, uh, listen, man. I don't. I don't want to speak on uh, on some stuff. No, but speak it, speak Listen, it. man. Listen. If Dallas holds Reese, right? Assuming they hold Reese, they're not just gonna let him go. They, that's 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 never that's never just gonna happen ever. I you know, a chicken now. You know, no, but you know I how good they make. An, you know how good they make another team if they just let Reese go for free. Oh, they don't give a fuck, bro. But, but this is a dangerous uh, they're team. Gonna, they're it's, not gonna. It's... They're not gonna hold the kid because, bro. They're gonna let him go. They're gonna yeah. want to see Reese do things in COD. They're not gonna just keep the kid on the bench. If anything, it's just gonna make them look bad yes on a business point of view like they could hold reese and, and be scummy and just kind of it's not even scummy they could hold reese because they have him on a contract it's just are we business, forgetting business. what org we're talking about here if this is the if there is an optic envy merger i can assure you reese vivid is not going to get fucked over they're if not they're not going to dedicate i mean reese is probably not on the minimum right like you have to understand no. if they do that maneuver they're they're throwing a lot of money out the window just to spite other teams in the league like that is money that they could use as a business to do a lot of other things i feel like they will end up doing the right thing if they theoretically have no offers to buy him out now well, well listen we can move on from this so Again, one assuming we don't know how they operate the business to, but go to, ahead. to sum it up all i'm saying is ben when we were going back and forth before, you kept telling me, like, trying to say Reese is good. Reese is incredible. Reese is an yeah, amazing gross. He's player. He's fucking gross, Amazing. Dude. And I saw people saying, oh, Zuma, I'm not hating. Reese is an amazing player. He's a beast. I think Reese should be on, like, 200K plus. Like, Reese should be, be uh, you know, kind of where he's in the bag. I agree he with that. He should be getting the bag. He should. The only thing that worries me is that if he only has one offer on the table, that may be the minimum. He might be able to negotiate something where he gets a minimum first year, and in the second year he gets a crazy raise, and now you know he he's working with something different. Or if he just decides to not play, that scares me a little bit because we know how stock goes. You know, stock's high, you don't play, your stock goes down. You know, pe people forget about you. It just worries me. I feel like if you have a spot in the league, any player who loves COD and is passionate about COD, like would just take the fucking spot and just make it fucking work. You know what I'm One, saying? My my thought on this, Tom. If the ASIM situation improves anything, that may not always be the case. Sometimes you can wait a sec, and then a real opportunity will open up, and you can take yep, advantage right. of it. Right, and you could take the risk. You could take the risk, and that's what I'm saying. If they, if he does end up doing what you guys are saying he should do, um, that's a risk. It's just a big risk that he's going to have to be willing to take. And, and listen, he, he has to take that risk knowing that he potentially might not play this year. And now, Ben, I know you're going to be like, nah, but he's Reese Vivid. He's going to play this and that. Yeah, of course, but it's, it's a risk. You don't know if that's going to happen. You don't. Uh, Tom, you're right, actually. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You just don't uh, know that's going to happen. He could potentially never play fucking in the college. He might not even play in the pro league this again. Is a really, this is a really tough conversation. I think we should move on, though. Yeah, let's move on because we were going in circles. But it was Both a good combo. Both sides have great points. It's yeah, like, I think there's a lot of validity. There's no, yeah, there is there. no concrete best situation. It's depending on the roster. I don't know. Speaking for personal, personal uh, experience, I guess you could say. Uh, I mean, he's fucked. 
<laughs> oh my I'm god. On. No, see, the thing is, I, I'll tell you why he's not. How old is Reese? 19? 20, I think. 20? 1920, yeah. I'll tell you why he's not fucked. Because even if he signs for the minimum again, and this was the same thing that was just going on with Asim, because he was always panicking that he was on a minimum and felt like he deserved more, which he did. I said, Asim, just keep doing what you're doing. Because eventually. You're going to be on the minimum, and eventually you just keep playing good. At the end of the year, teams are going to want you. You know, you're going to get a raise. Like, you're going to get a raise. You have to be on the minimum for a year or two in order to get that big contract. In order, Bro, we weren't getting contracts like this when we were 2021. 20, I wasn't. When I was 2021, 20, even the fucking minimum. You know what I'm saying? We weren't getting... Eventually, yeah, we got that because we grew ourselves in the league, and we consistently were, was playing good. We built ourselves a name. We gained respect. A lot of people wanted to play with us. Once you get to that level, then you get the big contracts. Reese is still young. Reese is still young. I'll take fucking 50K if I was 19, 20 years old. Fuck yeah, I'll take 50K. Thanks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand I mean, it's okay, the minimum. You can't think of it like that. You, listen, you cannot think of it in real life money terms, right? A 20-year-old making 50 to 100K in real life terms is great money. Not in this market, not for someone like Reese. You can't... I get what you're saying, oh, but you can't yeah, think of it up yeah, this way. No, Zin, but I'm not saying he... I'm saying he... Obviously, he deserves way more than 50K. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if he, Pierce just said he's fucked. He has to take the minimum. <laughs> Pierce is making a joke, and we should move on. No, no. no. What Pierce said is not, it's not really... A, he's kind of speaking facts, yeah, though. He's, he's making a joke about his situation. <laughs> you know, I, I will take the minimum and play COD with a team and, and continue to fucking fry yeah, and make I a would. name for myself than to completely just chalk everything. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, I would yeah, rather... Tom, you yeah, because I want more. Uh, we're we're be, still going, I guess. I mean, okay, listen. I'm going to make one more statement. <laughs> right, one on. more. All right, one more. One more. <laughs> agreeing to that minimum they have the option right he could be signed for two years on a minimum deal yeah he and, could. and 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 he may not have a great roster like that is i'm not for taking someone like deal. him it's tough but in I mean, order no, to no, there's a 30 the day period after the first year if, if he if he's really good a team's gonna want to lock him up they don't want him they don't want him to be a free agent the second year means dirt shit the second I'm year, not taking, I'm not taking hey, a listen, one year 50, two year listen, 50. Listen, I, I think everybody in here is right to yeah. a certain degree. Well, All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Big P, you wanted to say something real quick, Big P? Uh, yeah, God go damn, like, P, bro, go literally, dude, his bio, like, literally is going to be, like, probably minimum, like, 100K, in my opinion. Literally, at the end of the day, like, bro, I'd be fucking grasping at straws if I had the chance to play rather than sit on the bench and hold my too, cock bro. in my hand. I don't want to hold my I, cock. I would not want to hold my cock in the hand, literally, play, dude, go back down the Me challengers I... and literally be in the pit again. Fuck that. Get put up. Get put on West Coast host every single day. God Fuck fucking that, bro. damn. Yeah, hey, Big P, we're not holding our cocks. Yeah, like, bro, I'm not holding my cock in my hand, <laughs> literally just sitting here waiting for a fucking imaginary contract to pop up, you know? Like, That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm with you, right, Big P. Let's move question. on. What the fuck did Paris sign And by the way, this is what this guy said. Yeah, what the, the fuck did Paris sign up for if this is what they plan on doing? Also, did the league fuck up by denying orgs a league spot? Why start with 12 if there was interest from a bunch of orgs? Uh, Ben, we'll, we'll There's start a bunch of you. questions we yeah, can't answer because we're neither I the think, league nor the Ferris team. I think I have a decent idea. I can play, listen. So I do disagree with paying players a minimum. I don't like that. I'm a player, um, former player, whatever you want to call me. I am, like, You're I don't player, like that. Tony. You're a player. Yeah, I'm a yes. player. Two Paris is the vets. They're in a unique pos uh, position where, like, let's be real. A lot of these CDL teams' revenue is, like, hosting events, right? Merch sales at those events, whatnot. They're obviously with COVID, unable to have an event in Paris. Can't really house a French roster. Things like that. 
So maybe they're waiting to like spend every team in this league has budget like they have money There is not one team in this league who doesn't have money, right? Like that just it's not a thing like the buy-in was significant enough Activision wouldn't allow a team that didn't have potential budget and backing and and money to come into the league that, That's not how it works yeah, they do, they um, So like if I had to guess from Maybe they just don't want to spend a bunch of money when they can't really take advantage of their home market right now Like is that a Ben, what do you think? You have I'm gonna say the same thing I said at the beginning of the show. Not everybody in the league is an infinite budget. Also, there's a tough question to answer because we do not work for Paris. We do not know what their budget is. We do not know what their activation plans are. And also, I don't know, like, this other part of this question, I don't know how we're supposed to answer that because we don't work for the league. Mm -mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the fuck. He said, what the fuck did Paris sign up for if this is what they plan on doing? I heard Paris might be trying to sell. Like Paris selling was like a serious topic like a month or two ago, and now I, I mean think... there was a leak that they got rid of their patent, no? Or their oh, yeah, trademark? Yeah, there or was, there was. was, and then there was. Yeah, you're right. Then there was a leak. There was like a tra like a the Intel tweeted out that there was a leak that they might have got rid of their patent. I don't know what the fuck's going on in the Paris camp. I literally can't even tell you. Um, so I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. I think once we start getting a little bit more information on what they're doing with the roster, kind of what's going on with that patent. I don't know if they're selling. I don't know if they're staying. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, we'll, we'll answer more questions about Paris because right now the, the whole organization is a big old fucking question mark to me You know what I'm saying? I have no idea uh, Somebody said uh, does Haggy belong on a team talent wise? Um, I, it's just so hard because there's so much talent the spots are very limited and There's so much talent throughout the league that I just feel like it's very very difficult for Haggy to land himself on a, on a team. It is. It's just, there's just too many players. There's so many different players, so many young guys, very limited spots. And I also think Haggy has a, a bright future in coaching, analyzing, anything involving around, revolving around COD. Like, he's a smart player. I just know he really wants to play. Um, so I think he's going to have to make that decision if he can't get on a team, if he wants to go other routes, whether it's coaching, analyst, whatever. Um, or if he wants to play challenges again. He'd which be a he great could. developer, too. Hey, I'm not yeah. saying Haggy can't play, because I do think at a 16-team league, Haggy um, can be a player in the league. Like I think, Hag I think Haggy's Haggy good. is Parasite, by the way. If you guys don't yeah, know who Haggy is, I, I just think in a, I agree with you in a 12-team league, and you know he had a shot last year. I think the orgs are probably a little hesitant to pick him up as a player. I do think if he transitions to a different role, like there are a lot of opportunities out there. Um, when people say, I don't think he's gonna be an analyst. I think it's a coach. I think he could be a, a great GM. I think he's got a really good, he's always had a great eye for talent. I don't think any of us can deny that with the players that he's played through in challengers and developed them. And now they're all pros in the league. So, yeah. um, you know, that it is what it is. It's really hard. You know, he generally plays you know, that flex or main AR spot and there's only a finite amount of spots available and there's a lot of talent in front of him. So it's very tricky. Yeah, we'll see what I'm goes gonna, on with Parasite. I'm not going to bullshit chat. It, just, it is how it is, man. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with Parasite. I'm not sure if he's talking to anybody, but I wish him the best of luck. I think uh, one thing about Parasite is he is a staple to the Call of Duty scene, and he can always go into so many different things. <laughs> what's the Stay problem, uh, What's the problem? He is. No, I, just I, I, just I, know, I saw on Reddit the other day, uh, it was like... Uh, a flank starter pack and it named everything and the, the, oh, one yeah, of it no, was the a bingo. quote did you see so the bingo and, board yeah that's what it was so and so was a staple to the call of duty yeah scene. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wonder i wonder hey chat i don't know if you guys knew but on reddit somebody posted a bingo board and it was basically like everything that we say like on the on the flank a lot um yeah. and if if if, you, if we say certain things you put like a chip on it it would be fucking comedy if somebody hit bingo already this show like we gotta have the chat play bingo one of these days we're gonna put the bingo board and see if yeah. anybody gets bingo 
but that was uh we'll see what goes on with parasite i'm not really too sure wasn't the best luck but uh like i said a staple to the scene so he could do a lot of different things we'll have to hear both tommy and ben make two full rosters for the two teams that still haven't got ruben rosters nrg spot and paris i remember early on in the flank hearing ben and tommy saying they knew certain teams wouldn't do well so we'd like to hear what they do if they had to make rosters with the players left on the market love the show by the way well thank you uh double marios for the double d marios for the for the kind words this is tricky for me honestly to be to be honest with you like building rosters chat building a roster is like you don't just build a roster on the top of your head it's, um it's and i tough. learned that the hard way behind the scenes yeah. with new york i learned that the hard way like you have to put everybody uh, down you know uh, put everybody on the list down who meshes with who? What are the roles like? What are the contract situations like? Who do they want to play with? Does this guy have beef with this guy? You know, like, then then you come up with an idea. You bring it up to the players, and then they go, eh, I don't know. Then they start fucking, then it, then it go back. It changes. Like, building a roster is the hardest fucking thing ever. The offseason is stress. It's pure stress. Um, it's, it's a tough, but we'll give people a free idea if you're one of these teams. We talked about on the last show. You get Wester minus Zap plus Reese Vivid. The Wester and, boys. And if with Zinn in here, maybe you swap Tom for Zinn, but like that's a team that, that you don't have chemistry problems because well, they, they team with the, last time. The around, way I look at well. it is there's two spots. Tom and, yeah. and Zinny should get should be the main ours for those two spots. Put Tom on one team, Zinny on one team. And yeah. then in terms of who you surround yourselves with around that, well now you gotta go back to the fucking drawing board and see who's available. What are some players on the market? Who do they want to play with? Who do they get? I could see Zinni maybe picking up a guy like Reese, like going somewhere, picking up Reese, do a Zinni Reese, and then try and build around that. Nato. Um, yeah, Nato. Nato. Yeah, yeah Nato. Like, Nato's. Bro, first of all, Nato was a fucking animal. Nato's gross. He's Nato gross, fried dude. from start to finish in challenges, from start yep, to finish. The whole and year. he has a great career, great record. He's won multiple events. He's been a top sub in multiple games. I mean, Nato should be should be very high on a lot of people's lists, especially those last two teams coming in. I don't see why they wouldn't go after Nato. Um, a Nato Vivid uh, duo sounds yeah. actually not too bad. It's a really good team, yeah. Yeah, yeah not yeah. too bad at all. Then uh, for the for the fucking uh, whatever the flex, I see people saying Aqua too. Like I, I, Aqua to me can even be a flex player. You can even put Aqua in that flex role type thing. Aqua's always been a guy who could do multiple things. You have Temp, you have Scraps, you have fucking yeah. so many different players. Paul X, Venom, uh, those are kind of the Wester guys that Ben was talking about. So a lot of players, Chad, you got to go back and look. In terms of building a roster, man, I'm not going to do that because it's just there's so many little things. And um, I also don't want to hurt anybody's chances of getting picked up. If I build a roster, the team might be like, I want to do a Zoom, and I'm just spewing shit out of my ass, yeah, you know? I don't, I don't care about that, though, so I'll do that. Yeah, show. Ben, you I mean... can do it, but then go ahead, build a roster. <laughs> I already tossed one out to you. I give, I give the only, Wester, Wester, I only give one to this time. I'm not giving two. What, so you're doing Wester? That's it? I'm doing Wester minus Zap plus Reese Vivid. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not, uh, it's a good team. Yeah. It's not a bad team. There's so much There's so much talent in Challengers too, man. Like, legit from top to bottom, so I think. So he says, please like, don't be biased, Tommy. Just mentioning Zinnia ever to the first spot. Bro, why yeah. does... I'm, no, Wait, but, go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. But I have something to say I, about that. I was that. just saying, I dude. Even like even after the Western guys like that the NYSL Academy team like yeah. Team Canada like even BBG all all year last year, you know th those that roster stuck from like start to finish and they were consistently placing you know 
I don't think they won a lot of tournaments, but they were consistently placing at the top and at some of the top performing players and challengers. There's there's just a lot of a lot of talent and challengers. I think that deserves to be in the league. Mm -hmm. No, no. I, I I I hate that. Deserves to be in the league. I mean, everybody deserves, thinks they deserve. I mean, yeah, they're they're I mean, on that, the caliber true. to give a shot in the pro league. It's yeah, not a 12 team league. It's not going to happen. That's just yeah. the the reality. 16 team. I agree with you. Like there is talent to be tapped into. It's just not possible for everybody yeah. that performs well in challengers to get a spot. It's just never going to happen. I mean, that's yeah. true. And, and and to go off of this, like, this Zinni biased uh, shit, um, bro, I, I watched Zinni in challengers. I've watched Zinni play throughout the years. Um, Zinni's in here now. I'm not saying Zinni is the best AR in the game. Sorry, Zin. I don't think you're the best AR in the game. Okay. But I do think you should be in the league. I do think I mean, you should be in the league. I just think there's this misconception that, like, I'm really confused. Like, do people think I was bench because of talent because i had the best stats on my team in every single category so obviously winning gunfights wasn't the problem i definitely made some mistakes but i mean i mean here the is the reality of the situation that's so shit no no what i'm saying is it's not like i was dropping point sixes and getting gunned oh yeah like it's not well, like i'm not killing on. pro players no i had i don't i'm not saying the stats matter in that regard what i'm saying was it's not like i'm dropping point sixes and it's like okay we got to bench this guy because he's not getting kills or he's not winning fights that mm -hmm. wasn't the reason I mean, I'll 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 say it like this from my perspective, and I knew this going into the year. Like I was very like I knew what was going on. Yeah, but you it, talked about the show before. I mean, bro, you have a five-man roster, two main ARs, the bench. Insight's very good. One of the best players. You know, the, you know what one they of the best players in the game. Him. But I mean, you're bringing on one one kid's best friend in the entire world and former teammate, another kid's former teammate, a wild. Like, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just remember you before gonna... the season started saying I could potentially get benched in a month for insight. I, I mean, you yeah. You said that before I mean, the season started. I, I, mean, I mean, I knew it going into it. I don't think, and don't get me wrong, I made mistakes, like, in some of those matches, for sure. Like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I didn't get fucked over extremely without reason, right? Like, I definitely made some mistakes that costed maps, without, without question. Um, mm -mm. but... That's all I have to say about that. It's not like I was listen, losing listen, gunfights or getting I, I, shit on. I, like... I, I am biased. Like somebody saying, please don't be biased, Tommy. I am somewhat biased because Zinni is my friend. So, of course, it's going to be biased. Just like when, when I talk about New York, people are like, oh, you're just biased. Yeah, I am biased. I, I'm, I'm on New York. Of course I'm biased. Um, But I think for me, just looking at the drawing board and looking at ARs, like, bro, I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? If there was like this really fucking talented AR and challengers... <laughs> Um, who apparently there is like I think who who are the other ARs and challengers? You have Tom Zinni. There's a lot of dude. There's so many ARs. Dude. You have so me, Tom. Uh, yeah, Dave Patty, Dave Patty. I heard is being rumored to Dave Patty. is being rumored to Florida. Hamza. Yeah. There are bro. There's, there's 12 AR spots in the league, dude. There's 12 many AR spots. Right. 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 No. So like, so it, it basically comes down to me. It comes down to like Mox, Zinni, Tom. Who are some other ARs uh, besides Fertino, Mox, Zinni, Tom? Hold on. Um, Let who me, else? Gotta Rex. Is he I, an I AR? Talk about myself here. Uh, Pander. Mohawk, Money Mo's a good one. People are talking about Money Mo. Like, there's so many different fucking ARs, bro. I think for. Adam Assault. Adam Assault, yeah. Assault, well, Assault wasn't in challenges, but yeah, now Adam Assault because yeah. he's fucking yeah. available. Spark, um, Hollow, bro, there are yeah. Diamond Con, there are yeah, so dude. many ARs compared to subs. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, there are. All the subs got all the all, all the all the really talented subs this year got picked up and went into the league, dude. And I feel bad for like a lot of these challengers, because I mean to mention the teams thing again, like some of these players do deserve to play 
in the big big leagues at some point, but it's just it's so hard with only 48 pro players, right? Like it's just not possible. Mm -hmm. Someone's gonna get screwed because it is what it is. Yep. Game musical chairs. No, not someone. Every, everyone chair. is getting screwed except for two guys. Everybody. Yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? It's not someone. Everybody's getting fucked except for two guys. Uh, so it's it's interesting to me. I just personally think Zen and Tom are on, on the top of my list, and that's just me being honest like i just think they're probably the two best for me and i think and it's not close either mm -mm. i feel like uh you know i haven't really just looking at challenges and stuff like i haven't seen much of uh, i think mox is like another one that i that i was thinking about but um i'm not really sure how he, i haven't really been paying attention to see how he's been doing in challenges and stuff and he, was, kind of, he was good in challenges he's he doing was. his thing right he was yeah, doing he was. his thing a lot of people like mox see a lot of people talking about mox i don't know man whatever the fuck these teams want to do they want to do i think a lot of it comes down to what the, the organization wants to do and who the players want to play with. Um, but to me, Tom and Zinn are, are up there for me. I like Mohawk, too. I like Mohawk. I see a lot of people putting Mohawk in the, in the chat. Um, I mean, there's very few challengers or challengers ARs that would really... Honestly, in my opinion, I think, like, flexes are probably the most important players, literally, because they can do either role. Like, it's not hard for a flex to be a main AR, and it's not hard for a flex to be literally an AR or, like, you know, switch back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's like they're just so used to doing that stuff. So, like, I feel like those people, in my honest opinion, should be prioritized the highest out of anyone. Since it, flex is, like, the hardest role in the game that we've, like, ever had. So, mm -hmm. like, for, like, those talented players, like, it, like, yeah, I just, uh, that's my personal yeah. opinion on the and matter. Then, and then you have people, like, like, I see people putting in the chat, like, Waskin, who's, like, he didn't even play this year. Like, Waskin. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, you have to play no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as, like, did I want to play Challengers? No. I had to. If I wanted yeah. to compete in the league that year, you have to play. You know what I'm saying? There's obviously anomalies, right? Like, someone like Slasher will always have a higher stock than me. So, like, he can afford to sit out a few months, right? Like, whereas I knew as soon as it happened to me, I needed to play challengers. And as soon as you sit out, whether it was your intention or not, you make a statement that puts a bad taste in people's mouths. It's like, this guy didn't get a spot, so he didn't play the game at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think in the, the last two, the two roster spots um, are going to be really tough for these organizations to actually make a roster. Um, just because it's... I mean, there's so many players, Tony. There's it's gonna be hard for them to actually come to a team of four. You know what I'm saying? Like because they're just gonna be mm -hmm. indecisive. I'm not saying like they there's no one there. I'm saying it's gonna be a hard decision with so many people being there. Like they're gonna be indecisive. Yeah. At least coming from me on the other side of things, like helping New York trying to build a roster, like it was just getting stressful. Like it was just like, dude, like you know, it was becoming a fucking mess. There's a lot of different options. Who wants to play with who? Who's gonna match good with who? Chemistry, play styles. Bada bing, bada boom. There's all kinds of shit. Um, I mean, what's up, uh, Big Honestly, just being a team is like the most important thing. Literally, just being able to vibe out with your teammates yeah. like after playing and stuff like that. Like that's just an important characteristic <laughs> that not a lot of people actually put a lot of like interest on. So like, especially when you're making like those challengers teams for the last two spots, like literally, how do you know like who's gonna work with who, mesh with like who, not just personality wise, but like also gameplay wise on top of that, like, you know, there's pacings to different things. If people are too slow, then it's gonna end up being bad. People too fast, that's gonna end up being bad. So it's like very hard for those last two teams or two teams or organizations to look at these players and challengers and say, mm -hmm. okay, how the fuck do we do something with this, right? Yeah, it's it's easy to pick up individuals. It is very difficult 
to make a team. Like, it's it's very easy to just pick up player after player after player, but it's hard to make a team, like, to make a unit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what the, what the hell happens with those last two spots. Regardless, we'll be here talking about it live on the fucking flank. How you doing? Let's go on to the next question. What should be the third game mode CTF control? Some people have said they should try patrol or dom, and I've seen people say they should bring back gridiron. Jesus Christ. I think it should be CTF or control, but I think they need to rework control somehow to make it more competitive. But what do you guys think? What's wrong with control? What's wrong with control? Hold up. I don't Is control in the next game? Uh, no, I don't think, I don't think we know a list of the game modes yet. Uh, CTF is the most competitive mode we've ever had in Call of Duty. Uh, Uplink yeah, is also mass. comparable, but the only amazing. CTF is the most competitive mode we have, in my opinion. Uh, if, yeah, but you I, need amazing what, maps yeah, for CTF. You think it's when the it most competitive mode? Yeah, CTF? I, but really? when it comes, when it, yeah, I do. When it comes to watchability, though, I understand why sometimes it's stale. Yeah, I think over watchability, it's Uplink number one. I will not be convinced otherwise. Uplink is so entertaining to watch as a viewer. CTF is third on that list. I don't even put that in the title of Blitz. Because CTF, just like Blitz, are so... Well, I think Blitz sucks. Blitz is terrible. Besides, so put Blitz to the side. CTF needs great maps. Because if not, like it's a snooze fest, and it's even a snooze fest for the casters. You want to mm -hmm. So let me elaborate Damn, why I you. think CTF is User the best mode we've ever had in COD. I think CTF is like a game of chess in a sense, right? It's like... It's slower, it's more methodical, um, the high-impact moments are more impactful, whereas, like, I don't know. Does anybody disagree with, or agree with me at all? Or like, I, 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 like, I see what you're saying. saying. I, see what you're saying. No, I mean, I like, uh, yeah. personally speaking, I, uh, like, when watching champs, I like control in its highest form. It looked like most of the time, like, caps or points weren't even being captured, and it was literally only coming down to kills. Now, like, I feel like... <laughs> Control has a lot of potential and actually can be really good. It just comes down to just like how CTF needs really good maps, Control needs really good maps as well to make it so that it's balanced between offense and defense. And it's not just like we're just going to completely slay you out literally like and just completely run out your lives in like a minute, minute and a half. Like playing raid raid control literally when FaZe and Toronto were playing against it. It's like, all right, let's cap A. And then it literally always came down to kills almost every single time to try to go cap B. Yeah. Every single time it was coming down to kills. Literally for either team that was on offense or defense. It's like at a certain point, like that's uh, that doesn't seem right. Like, mm -hmm. I like CTF too. I've always liked CTF. I liked it in World War Two. I know it's boring, but playing it was fun. Oh, CTF I mean, just needs to be reworked. In terms of rules, welcome to the, but the thing is, is back. What's up? Back in World War II, it was fishy <laughs> because you had docs, right? But yeah. The reason people hate CTF is because of standoffs, and then because a CTF can be done within the first two minutes, right? Yeah. Oh, these guys are up 2-0, full streaks. Why they play this? The reason control is so successful and so good is because it's round based. Sometimes what happened the previous round doesn't affect the outcome of the game, where CTF, what happened in the first half, can affect the outcome of the game, yeah. especially when there, you have bad sides and good sides. Control works because you can fight for that fifth, like, good side, right? It's like, all right, we won our good side, which was defense for the most part in this game. They won their defense, we won our defense. And that's why that got reworked, right? Because at one point it was whack how it was worked. Mm -hmm. I think CTF just needs a rework where if you're just getting smoked, because you remember in Uplink, if you got 10 0 and a half, it just cut the time. And that's how much time you had to, to replicate that in the second half, right? Like, if I 10 0 you in two minutes, you have two minutes to do that back to me. Yeah. No, they they changed that rule. They changed that rule in Black Ops Three, though, right? The, the ten cap was only an AW thing. 
You might be right, but like yeah. the thing is, it's like some of these games they don't end as fast. Upland, I think, could have ended. Uh, how did it do in Black Ops 3 then? If there wasn't a 10, uh, 10 uh, thing, which I think was good, like I said, like we saw, you get I smoked, mean, you get we smoked. We saw the craziest of like comeback of all time in, in uh, oh yeah, no, it was 10 0. That's yeah, going to fucking hell for that, Ben. But the thing about <laughs> it, even Uplink had its boring moments, right? 15 in the ball, fucking wrapping it back, draining time. Like that was boring as a viewing experience. We got like, and it became more and more in like black ops 3 was all no not as bad no i 100 well, agree with you a prime example dan and pure every, all the pro players in here you guys remember how eg used to play for ctf right oh i remember that's exactly what's wrong with the game if the rules aren't correct and the spawns aren't yeah that's what i'm saying i think that capture the flag really needs, offense. needs a rework the way oh, i view yeah. control is ctf without bringing the flag back right you fight for mid map control and then you spawn trap but when you're on defense of control you create the spawn trap but you don't have to leave that spawn trap yeah right usually a guy has to go get the flag and bring it back it's kind of the same concept but like i said control is is a better viewing experience because it's round base it's not mm -hmm. just half half so someone uh made an interesting point in chat what about instead of doing a traditional two flag ctf one flag i saw that CTF. too the one flag what well, you actually, stick a flag in the middle stick a flag yeah. in the middle of the map and just that fight becomes for it. sabotage so that becomes really sabotage if you guys know from cod 4. yeah yeah and mm -hmm. the thing is that that I think a lot of old old heads will tell you sabotage is probably one of the best modes. But the thing is, it didn't have a way to end it. If you had an ultimate standoff, you went into a sudden death where radar got turned on. And just imagine when you're playing for millions of dollars, 4v4 radar on, on, always on, no one's going to fucking move. So then you have to replay the map. Mm -hmm. uh, Pack, obviously I'm really good friends with Pack, said one match that involved hash and envy took like four hours to complete that map and that's why sabotage ended up just not being a emote yeah well yeah. what if you just what if you just make it like uh over time is just like essentially a neutral hard point and you've got it it's like first to 15 seconds oh yeah seconds. Uh, obviously you can create yeah. different scenarios i think modern warfare 3 had an interesting way of doing a uh an ot i think for demo i think they changed ot and demo in that but I think that's just the biggest problem with CTF when it comes from a viewing experience is if you recognize that you're on the bad side, you're going to play campier. You're not going to give up a flag. You're going to trade. You know, there was Tommy, you've known. Yo, that was a good ass bad side. They only yeah. coached, they only won one. No, that's a good ass bad good. side. We, did, we didn't lose streaks. You don't really have that in control, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it, it could fuck you. Like, I've seen a lot of teams up to one. They, they go into a defense, they fed streaks, and then you just blow the game. And it's yep. like I said, it's because yeah. round base. Um, Round base is just really good, I think, for a viewing experience. And some rounds just, oh, they smoked us on defense right away. We didn't get ticks. It's fine. Like, we can just do the same. Mm -hmm. I just what, think that's the biggest thing. What the fuck is patrol? What What is patrol? No do you guys know how that shit plays out? How does it play out? I don't understand it. I don't get it. I keep seeing patrol, patrol, patrol. Does anybody in here know? Big P, Zinni, you guys know? Nope, no, I don't know what thing. Interesting. No, no idea what I... the fuck. Moving hard point. People are saying moving yeah, hard point. It's basically just the like a baby. A moving hard point, like, um... It constantly moves on the map. It doesn't stay still for 60 seconds. Oh, so is it, it like, uh... What's like, that game uh, mode called when you had to protect the president yeah, type shit? Uh, escort. The yeah, escort. It's like yeah. escort. You like, yeah. It's like Overwatch, kinda. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. That, that's actually interesting. I don't think that... I don't know if that'll work. I feel like pro teams, that shit would never end. I feel like people would just be going back and forth. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. Oh, so it's but... like it's literally Black Ops Three safeguard when you when you followed the robot and you had to like sit yeah. next to him to yeah. That's yeah, I, I don't so. think that would work in in uh in <laughs> in competitive. I remember in Black Ops Three. I remember playing that pub mode. Yeah, I don't I know mean, about that what one. if they what if they added it to the point where like let's say it's just a moving hard point and like let's say I don't know a certain amount of points like 150 points you get to win. And instead of just like going from point A to point B, like how safeguard or like escort or whatever it was called, we back in Black Ops 3, because like you had to escort the robot all the way to their spawn to get to that one point, literally for both teams. But like instead, why doesn't it just be like a moving hard point that people would really have to like sit on to literally gain points? Like King of the Hill type? Yeah, like... King of the Hill type. Mm -mm. Well, King of the Hill is hard point now. Kinda. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, literally, a hard point just constantly moving, like, literally like just going around in a circle. the map. Yeah, it's like going, going in a circle. circle. Yeah. Okay. People Obviously, are saying that is what down. it is. People are saying that <laughs> is what it is. That's what it is, Big P. Yeah, okay. that's what people are saying. Can they, just, can they just make uplink work without jetpacks? Please. Mm -hmm. Gridiron, baby. Yeah, yeah. Add, uh, add, uh, I think it was Octane who said to add ramps to the points for the dunks. Add ramps for the dunks so people can run know. up the ramp Wait, and dunk that shit. How do you intercept? You gotta, uh, you gotta right. fuck it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ramp the other side. You gotta jump <laughs> off the other end. That was the biggest thing, right? That was just the biggest thing when you played. Like, how do I inter intercept? Like, we're just on the ground. War, cool, war right, from World War, World at War is great fire. Go made. Great game mode. They should just add jet, uh, jet packs again. That's what they <laughs> for should game do. Three? Yeah, yeah. They should just for game uh, three give you a jet pack, bro. Hey, that's pretty cool. That. Hey, can you imagine a, a COD where you, you your boots on the ground first two maps, jetpack, uplink, and then you fucking go back to boots? Like, it's a little bit of both. Just Not a, too bad. Just only put a trampoline under the portal. Can you imagine just using that shit to shit on somebody? That, that would be fire. Little trampolines under the portal? <laughs> yeah, Wait, just under that, the portal that enter, might be fire. Yeah, yo. just super jump shotting you. <laughs> yo, that's actually... Yo, they need to do that shit, bro. That'd be fire. <laughs> well, let's go on to the next question, bro. Somebody said, can Ben stream PGA more? I'm trying to learn from the best. Ben, I've been telling Ben to stream for fucking months. This guy doesn't stream. I've, I've been on the road for three weeks, unfortunately. I just straight up haven't been home. I was in California for listen, two weeks. Ben, I'm on, I bet, listen, Ben, I'm, I'm, I'm on the road yeah. a lot, too, but I make it fucking work. You got you to gotta put the yeah, stream on. I don't, on. Got, Turn I don't got a PC I can just go to when I'm on the road. Mm -mm. Listen, I'll, I'll start streaming when I when I have time, but right now I got no time. It's so. all right. One day, Ben will be streaming. He's a busy guy, man. He is a busy guy. Um, Ultra and Rocker will slide big time in the standings in Vanguard. The lower time to kill will hurt teams that rely on teamwork as it increases the potential for individually skilled players to avoid being traded out. For example, in Cold War, if two slide through on you, you're pretty much fucked. However, in Quick Time to Kill, games you have a better chance of popping the two-piece. I don't agree with that take whatsoever. I mean, there's just no way, there's no way to know which teams are going to be good. Obviously, you can guess, but like, it's just an impossible uh, answer. It's a new game. I mean, I, I don't think these teams are going to be shit because of the fast TTK. Yeah, I, I agree with his point. What he's saying like is the, right. I like the last part. Uh, However, I, in quick time to kill yeah. games, you have a better chance of popping the two piece. Yeah. I mean, that's a fact. But, but why? But, that's why? Fact. but calling out two teams is just yeah. interesting. I don't know why he called out Ultra and Rocker, but well I, well, I mean, because these players are also very talented. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like these guys. Are, yes, Thanks. their teamwork is on par, but like, they're like teamwork only gets you so far. You got to get the kills, get the two pieces, three pieces. Like, if mm -hmm. anything, I think they, those teams have underrated talent. I agree. Yeah, they do. I think a lot of. I feel like, bro, these rumored rosters in the league is fucking incredible. 
Like, have you guys actually looked at all the rumored rosters and put them side by side next to each other and dropped them? Like, bro, they're all really fucking good. Like, I think it's like the most. Bro, I, I always say this. I don't know how the league gets more competitive every year. Like, I'm like right now, I'm like, dude, the league is so fucking competitive. Like, these teams look amazing. Then next year, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, it's even more competitive. Like, it just keeps getting better and better. I don't know how it does it. I don't know how they do it. It's fucking nuts. Um, I'm trying to look at other questions here, but uh, I don't really see other questions. Uh, I see a lot of repeated questions, people talking about Slasher. Um, ben, there is one question that I was going to ask you. Okay. Um, I, I don't know where it is, but it was something about FaZe and if you think they're going to be as dominant next uh, next season. Um, and uh, we could kind of just end it on that one. I don't know where it is, I but would... it's somewhere in there. I would say that with the talent of the team and the coaching staff, I'll be very surprised if not there or thereabouts again at the end of the season and throughout the year. Yeah. I know a lot of people like to make jokes, face Ben, face Ben. But let's be honest here. Like, they're the best team in the game. Um, when when they do lose, like, you you go back and watch it, and they, they usually make mistakes they normally don't make. But that, I feel like that's any team that loses. But FaZe, to me, is just like they're they're pretty consistent. Like, they're always at the top. Like, always top two at least. Like, top two, top three. Um, but they're not unbeatable. And I think with a lot of teams coming in, being as talented as they are, I think FaZe is going to have a run for their money. They're going to have to tee up again. Everybody's going to be out for them. Everybody's going to be trying to beat them, just like they were this year. Um, I don't think the events that they won, like the events that they won this year, they weren't walking the parks. They had a, they, they were grinders. They had to they grind, them, grind out. them out. Yeah, um, so comes... as I do believe that FaZe is the yeah. best team, I do believe FaZe is the best team. I really do. Um, but I, I think uh, they're not unbeatable. And I think they're going to have to turn up even harder than they did this year to do it again. And if they do it again, then Maron, these guys are fucking, these guys are good. They're fucking good. I was just thinking uh -huh. of that, that fucking gif. Which, who was it? With Snoop Dogg or whatever? Where yeah. he's like, hey, that guy doesn't miss. He doesn't fucking uh -huh. miss. Hey, what <laughs> were you, you going to say? The, I don't know. That, that Alec guy is a huge pussy. Like, I, I'm going to put him down <laughs> every single time if I'm being honest here. Like, uh, I like that, Big P. Let him know, Big P. Let him know. Tom, I'll say this. Um, the teams that have beaten FaZe in the last couple of years, I think Dallas aside, most of them have been teams that maybe have less talent than them, but better teamwork, understanding the tactics, and sort of like having a really good game plan. That's the recipe to beat FaZe. Well, New York was the only team that beat them twice when they were at the top of the league, when New York was doing their thing, and then they blew that shit out of the water. And then You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, you know, they, they ended up fucking having internal issues, and the whole team fucking blew up, and I lost fucking composure. Uh, but I think the main thing in order to beat fucking FaZe, you need talent, but you, you're right, Ben. You need a little bit more. You need teamwork. You need fucking, you know, you, you just need a little bit more oomph. You know what I'm saying, Ben? Um, yep. But what do you guys think before we get out of here? Zinni, uh, Dan, Big P, um, you know, do you think FaZe is going to be continue to be as dominant? I think uh, it will be. Honestly. I mean, with with that kind of talent on their roster and them all putting in the time and effort, literally, I mean, they have they have everything. They literally have everything that literally every player, I guess, team literally wants. An organization that will do literally quite anything for them that will, you know, helps them quite a bit. And on top of that, like, they're all just good friends. And, you know, they all grind. Like, <laughs> hey, wake up. And they're disgusting. Mm. Yeah. So, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Tony, what are you doing? You clicking I, I shit over here? No, no, I didn't. I don't think I was. Oh, I was talking. Like, I was texting like my breach driver. Oh, really? No, no, you yeah, get it. It sounded like uh, it sounded like I don't know, like fucking caps and shit. Like I don't know what the fuck it was. Oh no, no I wasn't typing at all. Oh, you're good. You're good. But Tony, what do you think? Dan, what do you think? And then Ben, you're gonna hit a fucking. You, you can go, Tony. Him. You can go, Tony. I mean, go ahead, Tony. Yeah, I mean it's phase, right? Like these players aren't gonna get worse talent-wise. Um. The only, like maybe if the slide cancel isn't as prevalent, right? Maybe the gap 
closes a bit, but even then, I mean, like, I think these are players that will adapt, right? Like, it's just... Call of Duty is Call of Duty at the end of the day. Yeah, COD's COD. Um, you don't usually see, like, a crazy fall-off because of the game, for the most part, right? It'll happen. There's anomalies right here and there. A player will lose... Usually, it's like a motivation thing, and I don't think any of them struggle with that as of mm -hmm. right now. So, I mean, I think they're going to be just as good. Yep. What do you think, Dan? Same shit, pretty much? Uh, I just think it's not really up to them. I think it's up to the competition, and Ooh, if they're going to outwork them. Okay, okay. That's a good like, answer, I, I think I think they've yeah. shown that they're hungry, and accolades aren't going to slow them down. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they've shown that. Obviously, they got second last year, and what do they do? They go make a move. All right, I want Alec. Mm -hmm. so, that's a good, I think that's a it's just, good answer. I think it's just uh, it's on their competition, and they're going to be willing to put the work. I always said this coming up. If Krim's playing, why the fuck am I not playing? He's the most winningest player. Anything Krim does, I should be doing and more. And yeah. I think that these organizations and these players need to realize that. I need to see eight's better just be revitalized. Because mm -hmm. that, that, it was just pathetic, to be honest. Yeah. This year, the lack of eights. And yeah. I think players just need to outwork them. Yeah, players just need you, to outwork you know them. Me, Dan, I would love for them to fucking start pro eights again. I'll be sitting there commentating them. I'm just sitting there casting them. You know free what I'm content. saying? It's not something I mean, free it, content. It's it, just it fun. Just makes, I, I just don't get it. Like it's this past more year, fun. there were more I mean, pro eights beginning and mid year than there were at the I mean, most important really time of the year. Just I mean, there's not real sense. much to not understand. I mean, literally, the reason why people don't buy eights is because it's just fake. I mean, bro, I've heard literally players in streams say that they play for statistics and literally just play to shoot their guns. Like well, that's insane. For play, well, that's why for you don't players, them. For players like me, I go in, like, if I go into an eights, I think one thing and one thing only. Like, how do I win? How do I get better? What are things that I can do? I play for the win. I'm not playing for my stats whatsoever. Like, that's why, like, a lot of these, like, top players, literally, like, it, the top three teams just don't play eights because it's just people don't want to try to win. Mm -hmm. If people are trying to, holy shit, 8,000 damage, it's like, holy fuck, no one's going to drop 8,000 damage ever in a fucking match ever well i also think it's like uh i also think people use it as an excuse to not play like oh eights is bad practice or bad tendencies which like sure to an extent i get that but the truth of the matter is eights is the closest thing that you can to replicate practice right no, like it's, i mean it's I mean, a, besides besides a good ranks play system obviously where you know what i'm saying you could actually go play against people of your similar skill level or knowledge whatever it may be mm. i i personally think a lot of people use it Obviously not you, Pierce, but I but I do think a lot of people use it as an excuse because they just simply don't care enough. They're complacent with what's going on, whether their team's all right or not bad enough. And I don't know. I, I just feel like everybody – and I used to be the same way, but uh, but I mean it, it's just a bad mindset. I would rather nah, well, go, go in ahead, the Pierce, league – uh, Sorry for cutting no, you off. I'd rather take a league play system like Blackout or how Cold War was and everything like that, get shitty teammates, but they're trying to get better and they're trying to actually play for the win rather than go into an AIDS and literally just be like, all right, like why the fuck are you hitting that? Like, all right, cool. Like you're literally – you just put 67 kills literally on stream just to – you know what for what a twitter fucking clip like mm -hmm. who the fuck cares like yeah, i don't, I don't roast get, you, huh, Tom? yeah like i don't give a yeah, single fuck you don't roast me yeah like no nah, there's definitely different ways to look at it but like even if you look at other esports right uh, val players they scrim what do they do they go into a ranked obviously it's a proper ranked but a lot of the pro players don't really even try in those ranks like if you if you any of you any people here like watch val and stuff like if you watch a radiant pro player they're fucking mm. troll. They're not trolling, but like, you know what I'm saying. It's just, yeah. it's just the best practice from scrims. Kind of like what Zin said. Now it's dependent on players whether they're, reps, they're trying, bro. whether they're not.
but in the same province dude, yes hates created FPL. so many like ridiculous strats but then when you go back and look at it you're like yeah that show was actually smart you know how many times nah, and this, bro, is, this was a specific match for sure, yes, you definitely for do. sure bro yeah Uplink literally changed because of eights. It depends. You know how many bro. troll weird like breakoffs you do? Like I remember one of the the specific plays, black, and again this is Uplink, but Black Ops Three Evac, you would overdrive to the ball, instant rapid back. That's like an eights play, but then it became the meta. Mm -hmm. Like eights still teach you a lot, and it, and it teaches you how to thrive in the chaos. Now I do agree, Pierce, that there are very spawn chaotic like you play a hard point checkmate motherfuckers are spawning everywhere right and you're, that's when you just go oh, this is just dumb mm -hmm. so it's definitely relying on players but i just like back then like usually the top of the line players were always involved in eight so you had high quality i don't know when it's the, the trickle down effect started happening and it started going towards that way you're speaking of because it you are right you play into an eight and like i just didn't learn anything but it's also it was, mindset going I into the eight like at some point in black ops 4 when like people were at the league and maybe they didn't want to play eights and nine i feel like at some point in the middle of that year to now is when that decline happened because the year uh, before you had top players playing eights. i mean like you literally used uplink as an example back in iw let's be honest here matthew piper the legend himself literally was the only reason why eights were actually competitive back in the day during iw that guy uh, literally made sure everyone was getting on at all times and would literally never stand for like any of that bullshit at any time he's like the like, leader of eights he used to Back then, like, that shit wouldn't slide. People were putting up, like, literally money all the fucking That's time. Why. That's why, Pierce. That's why. Because him and Donnie, every other series, put up 500 to 1,000. <laughs> so if you were involved in them fucking eights, you better try. Guess yeah, what yeah, now? Yeah. People play for free. So it's just, uh, you know, whatever you want to say. Which, again, people should still be trying. But it, it because it used to go from that to, like, again, just playing for free or whatever. Just scrap up whatever it mm -hmm. did. But, like... That's why IW happened. I, I, motherfucker, I created that spreadsheet. You remember that? Listen, man. It, I had people's know, records it, You know it's bad, bro? When this year, they were everybody was hitting up the retired player to come play eights. That's how you know it's <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> I was in eights with a keyboard and mouse shitting on people. You know what I'm saying? But listen, man. Hey, yo, somebody said Dashie's laugh is annoying as fuck. Never make some, fun of somebody's laugh. That's when the happiest. And that's, mean, what, and that's yeah. what life is all about. Happiness people... and positivity. I mean, people literally even in a chatter saying I'm literally doing straights at Dashi. I was not even literally. Yeah, even we didn't even mention Dashi. Dashi. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even mention Dashi that one time. I was literally putting up a random fucking number, literally, yeah. that I've seen multiple pros literally put in literally eights. Not just this year, last year, like all the fucking time. But like, you, like, can, you can go back to any game. You literally yeah, end the you kill. Can go Everyone back, yeah. has above 40 kills. It's yeah, 250 to, to 248. Any, any game. The, any the, game. Ti the time is expiring every hard point. Like, that's just like, you know, you're just like, that map was just fake. That <laughs> yeah, map bro. was just fake. Like, what did I just play? But like... And Brucey's comedy. I, I love his Like laugh. I said, at I the end of the it. day, it's up to the competition whether FaZe is going to dominate again. I think they'll still dominate even if the competition chooses to grind, but it'll just make it a more challenging year for them. Yep. They're just gross. But listen, like, man. Uh, like Pierce said, they all grind. But listen, man. We're going to move on. We're going to end it there. We're going to go over to Benji and Asim for the golf putt. Um, Let's spam those new golf well, emotes in going. the chat. Spam those fucking golf emotes. Let's give it up, Ben. I got to fix my You got 4.3 million bits on making it, and you got 2.4 million bits on not making it. Everybody's betting Jeez. their bits. Everybody's got their predictions. You got a lot know. of people ruling for you here, Ben. A lot of people. Lower the camera a little bit, Ben. Let's get a good angles here. A little bit more here. to the right. A little, little bit more to the right. Low, we won't low. see if you make really it. Turn the camera. Hold up. You know, hey, you know, oh, get it. Oh, you, okay, had it. Okay. you had it. You had it. Okay, there you go, Ben. There you go, Let's ben. vote in here. Let's vote in here. Whoa. What do we all mm -hmm. think? Uh, he's sinking this shit. No, hell no. Hell no. He's you need to go it. down. 
Hell no. And make sure, Ben, make sure we can see the hole. We can't see the hole, Ben. I think well, he misses it. Hold on. Oh, I can't. Can you, can you resize my camera? Yeah, yeah you probably like, should do that. I think, I think you're actually giving it cropped a little bit. Oh, you're right. You're right. Let me see here. Okay, let's put it there. Let's put it away like it yeah, is. Yeah, let me turn the brightness up a little bit. Uh. Hey, you're looking good today, Ben. Thank ben, you. You, you, like my, you. You like the, the tennis shirt? You look, yeah, like you it, look phenomenal, good. Ben. You I'm look sure fucking phenomenal. Tennis shirt, a Nike tennis shirt or a basketball shirt, but... Okay, sink, sink the fucking putt, Ben. Uh, sink the, the fucking... What the fuck are you doing? Nah, miss this shit. Miss this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Ben Genesine. Let's get those gold females in the chat. He's got the slippers on with no socks once again. With the basketball shorts in his, uh, on his fucking... His legs. Ben, stepping up. He steps up to the green. He's eyeing the hole. I think it's going left to right, but he's eyeing it up. He's gonna... Oh, no, but something's wrong. Something didn't feel right. He's gonna move the mat. He's gonna go back in. He's gonna eye it up. He's seeing what he needs to do. He's gonna move the ball. What the fuck is he, he was doing? It, he was getting it right for the cam. That the looks way better now. He, there he goes. There he goes. Ben Genesine, ladies and gentlemen, he's gonna strike. And he sinks the point, ladies and gentlemen. He sinks it. Let's get away Is that little uh, fist movement he just did? Like he was at yeah, the fucking like PGA yeah, Tour? Boy. He walked it down, man. That's what I'm talking about, Ben. Everything, anything you want to say to your supporters watching back at home? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll stay out here grinding. That was a solid putt. I'm playing a lot of golf this weekend, so hopefully I don't suck. Phenomenal, Ben. Well, listen, man, it's always a pleasure to do this show. I want to give a huge shout-out to Gunless for coming on and being today's guest. Uh, Gunless, I wish you the best of luck moving forward with your new team. You know, I, I, oh, he's not even in here. He's out of here. He muted out. He said, fuck you. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to show some love to Gunless. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Gunless for coming on. He's the fucking man. I wish him the best of luck moving forward at, with the Los Angeles Gorillas. I want to give a big shout out to Looney, Adam, uh, Fat Hippo Meat for coming in. And then most importantly, Zinny, because Zinny's always here showing love. So thank you guys for coming on. It's pleasure. always a fucking pleasure. Um, and guys, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe uh, to the YouTube. Make sure to go to anchor.fm slash the flank to go check out all the audio sites that we're on. Make sure to go follow the flank on Twitter. Gersh has been doing a phenomenal job running socials over there at the flank on Twitter. So make sure to go do that. Go follow me on Instagram at Tommy Zuma, Twitter at Zuma with two A's. Go follow Ben on Twitter uh, at Ben Janasim. Go show him some love. Why not follow Looney? Methods. Gunless. Go follow them all. Adam, why not? Go show them all some love. Do what you got to do. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of The Flank. We'll be back during the week with the award ceremony. More more flanks. I don't know. You know us. We're always doing fucking flanks. I'm going to continue to play some games. Probably hop on GTA. Throw a couple people off the fucking bridge. So if you want to stick around, watch some games. It would be highly, uh, it would be awesome to have you guys stick around and, and, and watch me play. So I love you guys, man. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. And have a good fucking day. Take care. Have a good day. Have a good day. <laughs>